Louisville City FC is on the air. Harris scores on a beautifully flicked header, and Lou City leads it one to nothing over San Antonio in the 23rd minute. Right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. A deserved goal for the boys in purple, and what a moment for the teenager. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. For the first time since April 15th, Louisville City FC is back at home. Tonight they face Miami FC in a potential USL Championship Eastern Conference playoff preview. Lou City is coming off of some much-needed time away. A hectic opening period of the season saw the team play 10 games within the opening two months across all competitions, including two road trips to California and a recent three-game swing that saw them play three games in three states all away from home in a period of just eight days. So now they've had some time to rest and get healthy. The injury situation has cleared up significantly for Louisville City, though there were still four names on the injury sheet this week. Two players in tonight's starting lineup for Louisville City will make their first league starts of the season after returning from lengthy time away due to injury. And Lou City will need to be rested. Tonight they host a Miami FC team that sits above the playoff line in the Eastern Conference and a team that has not lost for four straight league games. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us tonight here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. My name is Jeff Milby. Casey Whitfield is away tonight in her place. We have a very special guest that we are thrilled to have. Racing Louisville fullback Zanetta Wine is here. Z, we're thrilled to have you. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, this is going to be fun, I think. I don't think. I know. You know. This is going to be a great time. You're confident. Um, mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. Talked, we talked about it coming in. This is going to be a pretty good game. we got Louisville City, the team sitting in third place in the Eastern Conference, uh, just a few points back of Charleston for that number one spot. Uh, Birmingham up there as well. Miami, they're in fifth place. They've played well to this point. Just mentioned it. They're four games uh, unbeaten in league play. Um, this is going to be a fun night, I think, and, and, and a game between two teams that are really going to be equal quality, I'll say. Yeah, I agree. I think both teams are on a little bit of a winning streak right now. They're in form. They're scoring goals. And, yeah, it's going to be an exciting one. And it should be a good crowd yes. as well. Uh, beautiful we got- weather, it turned out. Yeah. Uh, the, the no rain. No rain. That's exactly right. The meteorologists were talking about rain all week, but so far we've avoided it. And as I look up to the sky... I mean, there's some clouds, and it's certainly a little bit overcast, but it doesn't look like it's going to rain anytime soon. Nah, I think we'll be good. I uh, think we'll be good. And it's been uh, a summer-like temperature today as well. Watch uh, it pour down later. That's right, yeah. <laughs> get, we got our fingers crossed here. 83 degrees as it stands right now in Louisville, Kentucky, and the fans are making their way in here to Lynn Family Stadium. It is pups at the pitch night, so there will be some dogs in the stadium, and, and as we look down to the waterfront end, there are already quite a few that have made their way in uh, tonight for this game they did it once last year for a louisville city game had over 300 dogs so we'll see how many turn up today uh z it's been a a a situation for louisville city over this season where the offensive output the goal scoring has not quite been there compared to years past particularly last season uh the story coming into the year were 21 players returning off of last year's roster for louisville city Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's not a lack of experience uh, but the biggest issue, they've not scored multiple goals in a game since opening day. That's a streak of nine games across all competitions. Yes. That's the longest streak they've ever had in their nine-year history in terms of going uh, games without scoring multiple goals. So, you know, for the, for the team, um, that's got to be a little bit frustrating, right, to know that 
Um, you've got a lot of talent. You certainly still believe in your talent. Yeah. Uh, and you're able to get some results, but it's got to be frustrating to not have that, that goal scoring that you expect. Yeah, I think it's healthy to be frustrated because they're athletes and they want to compete and they want to win. And also they hold themselves to a certain standard, right? So they set a, a very good standard of scoring goals, finishing off games. And it's just important not to let those frustrations get to the point where now it's almost impeding that goal scoring ability. So... For me, I think they're creating lots of chances in front of goal. It's going to hit. You know what? They're going to get into the flow. They're going to start connecting that final shot, that final pass. And I got a good feeling about them. So maybe a little bit of a slow burn. But as you can see, they're on a four-game winning streak. Exciting things to come. So, yeah, I think although haven't scored, they're going to start knocking them down. You know, your positivity there, it's similar to what Danny Cruz, Louisville City's head coach, said when he talked to reporters earlier this week, and this is where I'm calling in our producer Spencer Brown tonight uh, to cue up some sound for us. Danny Cruz spoke about the offensive woes uh, that this team has had. Um, and he, too, like you, Z, he has said a couple of times this year that he's not concerned about the lack of goal scoring. He knows that at some point the floodgates are going to open and the goals are going to be there. Uh, but here is what he had to say earlier this week about the offensive woes. I think there's a lot that goes into it. There's a there's a big confidence piece uh, that that plays a big role in it, right? I think once the first one goes in, the guys start feeling better about themselves. Uh, but again, it's putting them uh, under pressure moments in training, a lot of repetition, uh, and a lot of di- giving them a lot of different ideas. Ultimately, uh, it's about you know executing on the weekend and. I'm confident that the group's in a good spot and that uh, I've said it before in years past, the goals are going to come. I'm not, you know, I'm certainly not worried about it. It's just making sure that we're giving them the looks that they need to put them in positions where they're ready on the weekend. So a similar message to what you just said, Z, there from Danny Cruz, where he says he's not worried about it at all. He's confident that the goals are going to come at some point. Yeah, and I completely agree with that. This is a team that knows how to win a championship. So once they already have that in their locker, I think the hardest part is actually building the environment, a championship-winning environment, but he has that. So I know this team is confident enough and steadfast enough to eventually get to that point where that isn't going to be their problem. This game coming up at 7 o'clock kickoff time. It'll actually probably be a couple of minutes past 7 o'clock kickoff time. Uh, It is airing, by the way, on ESPN2, the first nationally televised game of the season for Louisville City. So if you're maybe out in your car and you're on your way home, when you get into the house, you can turn on ESPN2 and the boys in purple will be on your TV. But if not, we're happy that you're hanging out with us on this Saturday night. Uh, We will take our first break. When we come back, we'll continue to get you set for this game. Again, Louisville City hosting Miami FC in their first game since the end of the month of April. You're listening to it here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. 
Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. At Holiday World and Splash and Safari, sometimes free takes a little convincing, especially with dads. Free parking? That's how they get you. They're just naturally suspicious of free stuff. Free soft drinks! Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's how they get you. But after a day of fun on the world's longest water coasters and our 400 drone light show, dads come around. At Holiday World, we get you. We're just not out to get you. That's why there's... Get tickets at HolidayWorld.com. Nansen Craft Florist, family-owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at NansenCraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. It's Paolo Del Piccolo, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Yeah, the, 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 days, uh, the days have been extremely beneficial. We're, we're not focused on an opposition. We're focused on ourselves, uh, where we need to improve. And I think the guys took it in stride. We pushed them really hard last week. Uh, gave them a couple days off, but uh, the group is is certainly in a good way, uh, in my opinion. And again, the results have been good over the last three, four games. It's just making sure that the performances continue to Im- improve, and I think being at home is certainly going to help that. That's Louisville City head coach Danny Cruz talking about his team's time away from the field, which they had last weekend. No game for Lou City last weekend. I know a number of the guys went out to the track for the Kentucky Derby, um, and that. That time away was at a key point for Louisville City. The injury situation has been a problem all year long. They're able to, to rest up and get some guys healthy. But that may also come with a little bit of rust, Z. Uh, having, having no game on Saturday, you know, it, it's a sport where you want to keep your rhythm, you want to keep your, you know, your regular play about you. So what is, what's the challenge of, of getting back in gear for a game after having a weekend off? Yeah, so it can go kind of either one of two ways. It can go, all right, this is a good breath of kind of fresh air, first training back, a little like, eh, get all the cobwebs off, and then, boom, you're in full force by the weekend. Also, it might also translate, hey, maybe the first five, ten minutes of this game might be a little bit transitional, might be a little bit untidy, but, I mean, being professional athletes, you kind of just wrap it up, be like, okay, get our stuff together and move it forward kind of thing. So, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see what we are going to see in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, it will certainly be an important part of the game Yeah, uh, for, for Lucidity to come out and set the tone and have the energy yeah. uh, that they need. That's something that Danny Cruz talks about a lot, having the right mentality coming into a game uh-huh. uh, and, and uh-huh. not letting your, your focus slip in the first few minutes. Um, of course, the opponent tonight is Miami. Danny Cruz spoke about them this week as well. Here were his thoughts on tonight's opponents. Yeah, dif- difficult team to break down. Uh, very organized. I think Pulis is a is a is a really good coach in that way, um, and and so they're going to present problems in in transition, and we got to try to do a good job with the ball and making sure that we're creating a lot of opportunities and and trying to break down a, a tough defense. 
So there's Danny Cruz talking about Miami. He mentioned the head coach of Miami FC, Anthony Pulis, in his second season at the helm of that team. He's been around this league for a long time. He was the coach of Orlando City B back in 2016 and 2017. Also coached the old St. Louis FC that no longer exists. He was an assistant at Inter-Miami at the MLS level. And, of course, he has a famous name. He's the son of Tony Pulis, who uh, was a longtime coach in the English Premier League. He is a a veteran coach despite just being 38 years of age. Lots of experience for him. And it's going to be a very organized Miami team tonight. And that defensive organization is going to be led by a familiar name to Louisville City fans. Paco Craig is in his third season in Miami. He previously spent four years with Louisville City back from 2016 to 2019. Was a mainstay on those two championship winning teams in 2017 and 2018 played in 94 games for Louisville City across his career. He's been in Miami since, and he is the captain for this team. Um, and any time, Z, that you can play against a former teammate, I, I would imagine, one, it's it's always nice just to see somebody, see a familiar face, yes. uh, someone who you've been in those battles with. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but what is it? Is it also a challenge to kind of pick up that edge against somebody who maybe you're a little bit of a friend with? Um, I wouldn't say the friend aspect really comes into it i would say more so just training with a player every single day for a certain amount of time you're going to understand their tendencies um and i'm sure that the captain for miami fc knows a lot of these players tendencies so he can give a lot of inside scoops to his teammates that are probably really invaluable um that you wouldn't see on a scouting report or whatnot uh that that also being said, a lot of the Lou City players probably know some of his strengths and weaknesses too. So it'll be interesting to see the matchup because the coach said that they're difficult to break down, they're very organized, and him being the captain and a really integral part of the back line, I don't know. Maybe that's a good kind of tip for them. Yeah. That might work against Miami in this case. Right, because Louisville City would also know his tendencies exactly. as well. Yeah. And in terms of players that were are still around from back in that era, there's a number of them for Louisville City, and a few of them in the lineup tonight, Brian Ownby, uh, West, uh, beg your pardon, Sean Tosh, and Oscar Jimenez, all three players that were a part of those championship teams that Paco Craig was a part of. So he knows the, the inside story on them, mm-hmm. and they know the inside story on him. So that'll be an interesting yeah. uh, matchup to watch tonight. Yeah, it'll be very, very fun. Thank you. Let's take another break. Uh, when we come back, we'll give you tonight's starting lineups for both teams. Again, the game set for, well, it's about 7 o'clock right now, but according to the clock in the stadium, we still have about eight and a half minutes to go. Uh, but when we come back, we'll give you the starting lineups and continue to get you set for tonight's game. It's Louisville City against Miami FC here on ESPN Louisville. If you're a motorist of the four-wheel variety, please be mindful of those Kentuckians who do their traveling on two wheels. Adjust your mirrors to reduce your blind spots. Allow motorcyclists a full lane width. Use your turn signal when merging or changing lanes and allow more following distance between you and the motorcyclist. When motorists and motorcyclists work together, we can save lives. Share the road, Kentucky. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, Four times more solar than previously planned and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. 
Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, you think we need any more seltzers? We could probably use some more. Hey, Eddie, get some more seltzers, too. Before you head out for that summer fling, stop by Cox's Spirit Shop to pick up all your party supplies. We've got all your favorite cooler beverages from cold craft beers, hard seltzers, and lots of pre-mixed party cocktails. When you can only make one stop, you know where to go. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Louisville City fans, this is Noah McCabe. Tune in to Soccer City at 6 p.m. each Thursday on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app to hear exclusive conversations with players like me. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Just about uh, nearly six minutes to go before kickoff here at Lynn Family Stadium between Louisville City FC and Miami FC in an Eastern Conference tilt. And maybe, just maybe, a potential playoff preview come this fall. Tonight's starting lineups presented by Breeze Airways. We'll start with the home team, Louisville City FC. Oliver Zimla, the rookie out of Marshall, starts once again for the sixth time in league play this season. He is in goal. It is a back four in front of him with one change, actually two changes. Amadou Dia is the left back. He will be joined on the left side by Wes Sharpie, who is making his first league start of the season after coming out, uh, coming off of an off-season surgery that kept him out for extended time at the start of the year. His center back mate will be Sean Tosh tonight. He wears the captain's armband, the Louisville City veteran. And the right back tonight will be Oscar Jimenez. In the midfield, Dylan Maris also making his first league start of the season for Louisville City after battling an injury in the early part of the uh, schedule. He is the new signee who came over from El Paso, former University of Louisville product. He's joined in the midfield by Carlos Mogel Jr. and Rasmus Tellefsen. And then the front three for Louisville City. On the left, it'll be Jorge Gonzalez. On the right, it'll be Brian Ownby, who is making his first start since April 22nd. He's dealt with some injuries, also dealt with a suspension earlier in the season. And the center forward tonight will be Wilson Harris for Louisville City. He scored twice in league play thus far. Louisville City, of course, coached by Danny Cruz in his first or his third full season in charge of the club. On the other side for Miami. We suspect it'll be a back five tonight for them. The goalkeeper will be Jake McGuire, a 28-year-old veteran playing in his sixth year as a professional. The back five in front of him. On the left side, the left wing back will be Ryan Telfer. On the right side, the right wing back will be Mark Segbers. And then the three center backs in the middle will be Callum Chapman-Page, Paco Craig, the former Louisville City player and the captain for this team, and Aiden Stanley. In the midfield, it'll be Christian Sorto, Bolu Akinyode, and Florian Velo. Velo, a former New York Red Bulls 2 player that was a part of that big rivalry back five or six years ago between Louisville City and the New York Red Bulls 2. And then the front two, a couple of dangerous goal-scoring talents. Michael Salazar, a veteran player at 30 years of age who has significant MLS experience on his resume. He's joined by Kyle Murphy, 
who scored 20 goals just two seasons ago for Memphis. He is in his second year in Miami. He scored 10 times for them last year. So far this year, a bit of a slower start for him. He scored just once. This will be his fifth start of the season. Miami coached by Anthony Pulis. He is in his second year at the helm of the club. And our referee tonight, Elegio Areguin. He is the man in the middle that will control tonight's affair. The crowd is filed in. A decent crowd on hand. A number of dogs as well on pups at the pitch night. And when we return from this final pregame break, we will have kickoff and all of the first half action. It's Louisville City against Miami here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. You've got ants inside the house, mosquitoes outside the house, moles burrowing in your lawn, and termites eating your house from inside out. You're completely surrounded! Luckily, OPC Pest Services has a Four Seasons program that can help. OPC has been providing quality pest services since 1972. Protect your home and property and call OPC Pest Services for a free estimate at 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. Again, that's 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's Oscar Jimenez, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium. <laughs> uh, we are just about underway. Louisville City hosting Miami. The two teams are out on the field. They are lined up. At the center circle, it'll be Louisville City wearing their traditional all-purple uniform, moving from right to left in the first half. They're defending the Estopinal end goal, and Miami wearing white shirts with teal aqua backs and teal aqua shorts with white socks. They are moving from left to right, defending the waterfront end goal. It'll be Louisville City ball from the kickoff. Wilson Harris stands over it. And we're underway under the lights here at Lynn Family Stadium. And right away, Louisville City hits the ball long from the kickoff, and it's out for a throw to Miami on the near side. They're right in their defensive end. Again, I'm Jeff Milby and Zanetta Wine, Z, from Racing Louisville. Fullback for that team is joining us on the broadcast today, and we're thrilled to have her. 
for what should be a really entertaining game and an important game for these two teams early on in this season. Battle for possession on the near sideline, and it's kicked back towards the Miami penalty area. It's now with their goalkeeper, Jack McGuire. Jake McGuire, I should say. He sends a long diagonal to the far sideline where it's kept in play there by Ryan Telfer, a Trinidad and Tobago international who plays at left wing back. It's now with Paco Craig. He's the center of the three center backs tonight for Miami FC. Now to the near side to Segbrews. Tries to play it down the near sideline to Michael Salazar. Sharpie there doing the defensive work for Louisville. And Sharpie sends it out for another throw to Miami on the near side. The right in there attacking half by a few yards just in front of Danny Cruz and the Louisville City bench. That throw goes down the near sideline and it's out of play. It'll be thrown out of Louisville City on the near side there left in their defensive half. And, Z, this is uh, a little bit of a choppy opening couple of minutes, but that's what you would have expected yeah. from these two teams. Yeah, I think both teams trying to suss each other out, um, trying to find each other's feet, get a set set sort of way of possession in between both of them. Um, also, Miami's come out with a back four. It looks like they're playing a 4-3-3, um, or almost like a 4-3-3. F- yeah, three, three. So we should see how this is going to turn out. Um, a lot of a lot of little conceded throw-ins here. Um, it'll be interesting to see who kind of gets set possession first. It'll be another throw here for Lou City on the near side there left. Amadou Dia, the left back, once again will take the throw. This is a Louisville City team. We've mentioned the goal-scoring woes in the open of the broadcast. They've scored just seven times in league play, eight times overall, and they've conceded ten goals. Again, eight of those came in two games against El Paso, when they lost 3 to nothing, and then Sacramento when they lost 5 to nothing. So outside of those two games, the defensive effort has been there and the defensive results have been there. And that is certainly has been what has led them to their standing in the Eastern Conference right now with a 4-2-2 record. They are in third in the Eastern Conference. Foul here goes against Louisville City. It'll be a free kick to Miami in their attacking half on the inside right, about 8-10 yards past midfield. Standing over this free kick will be one of their center backs, Aiden Stanley. He's joined there by Christian Sorto. And there are a number of players forward. Looks like they're going to put this into the box. Stanley stands over it, sends it in with his left foot. High into the air Oof. towards Paco Oof. Craig. He's open. Here it comes. And it's defended behind by Louisville City. It'll be a corner kick here to Miami. And there's Z. Actually, the offside flag here goes up. Yeah. So that'll give a fifth third free kick to Louisville City. And it's probably fortunate the flag did go up because Paco Craig was completely unmarked on that back post. Very unmarked. Very unmarked. Yeah, they got to watch that far post runner. Uh, good, thank goodness it was offside. But, yeah, I mean, maybe that plays into him knowing and understanding the system too. Like, oh, I'm going to take this far post runner. Maybe they won't pick me up. Yeah, again, Paco yeah. Craig, the former Louisville City player, was a member of the the two USL championship teams from 2017 and 2018, making his return to play against the team for running behind. Uh, oh. one of a couple of times in his career so far tonight. It was a good run in behind from Brian Ombi. It was played over the top by Rasmus Tellefsen, but too far out in front for Ombi to get to, and it rolls into the arms of Jake McGuire, the goalkeeper for Miami. He plays it on the ground out of the back. It's to Aiden Stanley, who's playing as the left of the three in the back right now as it stands. It's out of play on the far side, and in fact... The offside flag went up against Miami here. And so it's going to be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in their defensive half, just near midfield. Still an unsettled game. We've played four minutes. Ball back in play after that fifth-third free kick. Lucity just knocking it around the back. It's Sean Toe, captain's armband tonight. Across field to the left center back, Wes Sharpie. 
Now to the near side, the left is Amadou Dia in the attacking half, the left back for Louisville City. Backward to Sharpie. Sharpie picks up his head, plays a long ball in the air down the near sideline towards Jorge Gonzalez, headed away by, that's Callum Chapman Page for Miami. It's into the center circle now, a battle for possession. Rasmus Tillerson gives it away. Maybe a chance for Miami on the break. Here's Christian Sorto in behind. Flag stays down. He's in the penalty area on the left side. One runner in the middle. Still Sorto on the left. Takes a shot. It's blocked on its way through and finally cleared away by Dylan Maris of Louisville City. But that was a good chance on the break there for Miami, Z. Yeah, that was a good um, good recovery run by uh, Sharpie there. Uh, like like I said, it's a little bit choppy. Maybe it's a bit of rust or whatnot, but the first, first touches are a little off. Second ball winning is a little off. So I think we're still in a kind of settling down period. Yeah. They sure. just got caught there off of a, a bad pass and then straight into a transition. So, yeah, I think we just got to settle in. Another offside flag has gone up against Louisville City this time. So it's a free kick to Miami along their back line and their defensive half. They bring it down the right side now with Segbers, former Pittsburgh player who's in his second season in Miami. He brings it into the attack. Outside of the box, crossed with his right foot, curling away from the goalkeeper keeper Zimla, but he's off of his line and he catches it comfortably without a Miami player uh, attacking that particular ball. There was one making a run to the near post. That was Kyle Murphy, but no one making that run near the penalty spot, and it's easily caught there by Zimla, the rookie goalkeeper again. Out of Marshall, he was a national champion in college, and he seems to have won that number one job for Louisville City to this point in the year. He punts it into the attacking half, but Miami takes over there. They've got it now with Paco Craig once again. Now to the right side, that's Callum Chapman Page. Further on the right side of the near sideline, Mark Segbers defended by Dia, and Amadou Dia wins the ball for Louisville City. Dia to Gonzalez, now Maris. Maris hustled off of it by Florian Velo, and Velo coming forward now for Miami. Forward to Sorto. Sorto clipping it behind for Murphy on a first-time ball, but it's too hot, and it bounces into the arms of Oliver Zimla once again. But Zia just looks like uh, number 99 Sorto for Miami. He is certainly a danger player, and then obviously I mentioned Kyle Murphy scored 20 goals just two seasons ago. Yeah. So the number nine for Miami is going to be a very important player to watch for Louisville City defensively today. Yes, I agree, especially when things aren't as tidy as you want them to be up front and through the middle, that those in-transition moments and also, I guess, in build-up play too, like they're, they've proven that they can be very, very dangerous. So Lu- just being switched. Ooh! City in the attack, and it's yes. tipped in by Dylan Maris. It's an opening goal for Louisville City. Inside the opening seven minutes, it was a really terrifically well-worked attack down the right side. The first ball in was blocked, and then it fell right to number 22, Dylan Maris, and he scores his first Louisville City goal in his fifth league game for the boys in purple. Dylan Maris on the score sheet. He couldn't miss from there. He was six yards away, unmarked, and an easy tap-in for him to open the scoring, and it's Louisville City 1, Miami nothing, 7 minutes and 20 seconds on the clock. Yes. I just think, again, this team knows how to win games. Um, They're championship team. They've proven it time and time again. That ball to, I don't know who hit that ball, but out to Ombi. Brilliant. Beats his player, gets a little cut back. Everybody's in position to pick up a, a second ball, taps it in. Ownby was involved, Tellefson was involved, and Maris with the finish for Louisville City. And that is a perfect start for a team coming off of a week off and coming off of a couple of months in which the goal scoring wasn't really there. They score inside the opening seven minutes of this game. 
and things looking much, much brighter right now for Louisville City than they were the last time we saw them against Memphis. A 1-1 tie that Louisville City was probably lucky to come out with, with that tie and with the point. That goal, by the way, presented by the Kentucky Lottery, fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. And Louisville City back on the ball after the restart. They've got it along their back line. It's with Telefsun who dropped back is like a right back for right back for the moment. Now it is with the right back, Oscar Jimenez, to a midfielder, Carlos Moguel Jr., but he's beaten to the ball by Sorto for Miami, and Miami takes over in the Louisville half. Sorto, though, has to retreat all the way back to his half, and he drops it off backward to Paco Craig, and Miami will build out of the back here. They've got it now with Aiden Stanley back to Paco Craig. He's being chased by Wilson Harris. Harris's pressure forces it all the way back to the goalkeeper, McGuire, just to the right of the D of his penalty area. He sends it long down the near sideline. Salazar up there to win the header. He's chasing the second ball. He'll, it'll come to him. Salazar, a chance for Miami in the box, and then tapped away by Carlos Mogel. An important touch there from the youngster for Louisville City. The attack's still on here for Miami, though. They've got it in the middle with Velo. Still in the attacking half. Back to Stanley in the middle, and now wide left. That is to the... Ryan Telfer, the Trinidad and Tobago International. His cross into the box, a collision no, there. And no, it's no, going to be no, no, a foul no. against Louisville City and a penalty. Amadou Dia called for the foul against Michael Salazar. It was a ball in the air. The two players went up for it. Salazar no. went down. And uh, you disagree with that call. Oh, that was so soft. That was so soft. I mean, I understand that an attacker doesn't have to stay on their feet, but come on, man. I want to see a replay. So Louisville City scored inside of the opening seven minutes, and just three minutes later, almost exactly, the referee tonight, Elegio Areguin, has given a penalty to Miami, and it's going to be Kyle Murphy to take it. Get a look at the replay here, Z. It was just a ball into the box from the left side. It was a physical that was soft. battle, but, yeah, you, you think it was soft. That was soft. I mean, it's a physical game. Ball's coming in, it's a 50-50 opportunity. He doesn't even try to land on his feet. I mean, well done by the forward to kind of draw that foul. Salazar drew the foul. It's going to be Murphy to take the penalty against Oliver Zimla. Kyle Murphy again in his second season in Miami. He scored one goal this year. He scored 10 last year, but two years ago he scored 20 in league play. And he's got a perfect opportunity here from 12 yards out to tie the game. Referee still organizing Zimla. There was a water bottle in the, goal. in the goal, so that's the cause for the delay. Zimla standing on his goal line, bouncing on his toes, trying to throw off Murphy. Again, this is the goal with the Estopinal end behind it. So a big, loud portion of fans for Kyle Mur- Murphy to look into. Referee blows his whistle. It'll be Murphy's penalty. Here's his approach, and Murphy scores oh. off the post. Zimla guessed the right way to his left. But it was perfectly placed from Murphy, and it just bounced in off the inside of the post. And that makes it 1-1. 11 minutes gone by. What an eventful start to this game. Louisville City took an early lead. And then inside four minutes later, Miami strikes back to tie it. This is wild. This is wild. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of speaking on refs in, in both maybe the USL, and I guess I can only really speak about them in, our, in the NWSL. But I just feel the refs have such... Such an impact on the game sometimes. We have so many cards in this league, so many PKs in this league. Uh, we had a few in preseason when VAR was just introduced. Yeah. We had like two PKs called, and they were called back because of VAR. Imagine before VAR. I just, oof. I'm with you. I hear you. Yes. Although, I will say, last night you guys had a couple of penalties that went yeah. your way. We did. I mean, on the other hand, hey. Yeah. 
hey, <laughs> it goals works, a goal. It works out for you a sometimes, goal right? Goal. Sometimes you, you catch the bounce, right? So we said it was going to be an entertaining game, and obviously so far it is. 1-1 is our score, 12 minutes in. Murphy, the goal scorer from the penalty spot for Miami, and Dylan Maris scoring for Louisville City on the other end. And from the kickoff, it's back with the boys in purple. Sean Tosh with it. The right center back sends it long in the air down the inside right channel towards Brian Ownby, headed away by Aiden Stanley. It's out for a Louisville throw on the far side. They're right in their attacking half. It'll be Oscar Jimenez coming forward to take it. Jimenez standing with the ball over his head. Infield now to Jorge Gonzalez. He got a touch. He's calling for a handball from Paco Craig. No handball called. It'll be back with Louisville City, though, with Amadou Dia in the center circle. He drops it off backward to West Sharpie. They're back in the Louisville half now. Sharpie dribbles across midfield into the attacking half. Wide left to Dia. Ball on the ground towards the box to Gonzalez. Oh. Through to Harris, who's playing wide left right now. Harris across. It's blocked by the defender for Miami. And that defender will bring it down. And Miami will try and play on the ground out of the back. They get it to Segbers, the right wing back, and it's touched off of his feet by Wilson Harris. But Harris wins a throw, so it'll be a Louisville City throw in the attacking half here on the left side. Throw comes in from Dia to Carlos Mogel, but he can't handle it. And it's taken away by Michael Salazar and a chance to break for Miami. Center circle Sorto into the attack. Uh-oh. Wide left now. Here's Ryan Telfer. Numbers forward for Miami. Telfer dribbling in against Jimenez. On his left foot. Takes the shot. A save from Zimla in the middle, and it's cleared behind by Amadou Dia. It was right there. What a save. After that save, if a Miami player had been there on that rebound, it would have been an easy tap-in goal. But the first player to react was Amadou Dia. He cleared it behind, and it is going to be a corner kick to Miami. Yes. Although the referee is coming back. looks like he maybe just dropped something out of his pocket. So I thought maybe he was going to show a late yellow card. But no card here, and it's just a corner kick to Miami. But that was another quick transition from Miami. They had a couple opportunities like that tonight. Mm-hmm. Off the throwing, off our own throwing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild, wild west out here. I think people are, or players in general are so athletic that if you are caught slightly out of position, boom, in behind, now you have a breaking player. And now it starts to cause problems. Corner from Miami from the far side there left. And the six-yard box headed away by Jorge Gonzalez. It'll come out to the middle of the field to Akinyode. And now he'll drop it off backwards to Segbers in the center circle. The attack's still on here for Miami. Still inside the opening quarter of an hour. And it's a 1-1 score. Miami looking to take a late lead or a, a lead after trailing early here in a physical battle between Oscar Jimenez and, I believe, Ryan Telfer. Mm-hmm. Telfer goes sliding into the advertising boards behind the end line and the referee is going to pause play and bring on the training staff from Miami because uh, Telfer just took a hard tumble there it was a good 50-50 challenge between Jimenez and Telfer but uh, he certainly bore the brunt of of that play yeah I don't think there's any malintent in that tackle it was pretty fair but it is very slippy over there not gonna lie the edges of the pitch are are very slippy (laughs) so it's hard to stop once you get going especially in that kind of situation where you're just physically battling with your opponent to try and get position and get to the ball first. Telfer back to his feet, by the way. Uh, He's walked back onto the field, so he appears to be mostly okay. It does give Louisville City a little bit of an opportunity with a couple of players, Wilson Harris and Jorge Gonzalez, coming over to the near sideline. Maybe they can get a quick quick drink and also maybe a, a word in their ear from their head coach, Danny Cruz who's currently shaking his head down below us in the Louisville City technical area. Yeah, I don't think he's liking that PK ball. <laughs> Probably still upset about it, yeah. And you can understand. Ball back in play. We're back underway. Telfer remains on the field for Miami, and it's Louisville City possession. From uh, It turned out to be a, a goal kick there in the end after that collision. Ball out of play now on the far side, the right. It's a throw to Louisville City just to the midfield stripe. Jimenez will take it. Standing right at midfield. 
Throws it down on the inside right to Tlufson. He chests it down, plays it wide right to Jimenez once again. Clipped over the top. Gonzalez is in behind, but the goalkeeper Maguire read it first, though the flag did go up, so it would have been offside anyway. But the referee didn't blow his whistle, so the ball remains in play in the arms of Jake Maguire, the goalkeeper here for Miami. Rolls it to the left to Stanley. Stanley along diagonal from left to right to the near side, Segbers. Segbers dribbles infield past, Oster, or past Jorge Gonzalez, rather. Battle for possession right now. Maris with a touch. He goes down, and he's fouled. So Dylan Maris fouled about eight yards past midfield on the inside left. Yeah, that was pretty a swift kick to the ankle. Ouch. And the referee here having a, a word of warning to the Miami player that committed the foul. Looks like Boluak and Yode. No, it's actually Mark Segbers, I beg your pardon. So Segbers that committed the foul. And Dylan Maris back to his feet. He appears to be okay. So the fifth third free kick for Lou City here on the ground to West Sharpie. Backward to Carlos Mogel, who has occupied West Sharpie's typical position. Now Tosh all the way backward to Oliver Zimla, the goalkeeper. He sends it long, high into the air under some pressure. Stanley, the only player there to, to play the ball. He heads it forward, headed back his way by Mogel. Another header from Stanley, just trading headers here, the two teams. Tosh tries to settle it down to Oscar Jimenez, but he couldn't keep it in play and sends it into the second deck from the far he side. He it off the pitch. Indeed he does. So it's a throw to Miami on the far side, the left. What do you make of this opening 17 minutes? It's been back and forth. We've had chances for both teams, but that penalty sort of looms large in, in how this game has gone. Yeah, I mean, that is a a huge factor in the game right now because it wouldn't be 1-1. Um, but needless to say, Miami did get a few really good chances. So who's to say that maybe one of those may, may or not have popped in? I think I think the guys are doing really well. I just think they need to find, bring that first touch down just a little bit. Uh, also, I, I think Miami's done their homework well in kind of noticing that maybe Lou City wants to attack down the sides. And I think that our six is, is quite open, actually, uh, when you transition it to the other side. So I'm curious to see how uh, how the coach is going to maybe change things or give advice. Yeah. See how he reads the game based yeah, on... Yeah, I want to see how he reads it. I mean, he does have the worst view of the pitch, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, it is certainly a lot easier to see it's it from up here. It's a lot easier. Than from the bench. Here's Lou City with a turnover, maybe a chance to go forward. In their attacking half, Maris just took it away from that... Miami player, and then it's touched back to him by a teammate. Maris in the center circle, right to Oscar Jimenez. Further right to Brian Ombi. They're in the attacking half here, Louisville. Inside right now, Carlos Mogel Jr. Plays it backward to Tosh, back to Mogel. He's looking forward now. Picks up his head, but doesn't play long. Plays it on the ground wide right to Rasmus Tellefsen. Back on the inside right here to Carlos Mogel. Patient work from Louisville City right now. 19 minutes gone by in this game, and it's a 1-1 score. Louisville City scored inside the opening seven minutes, and then just four minutes later, Miami tied it from the penalty spot. Still with Louisville City, Jimenez wide right. Now inside right, Sean Tosh in the defensive half by a couple of yards. Ball across the center circle on the ground to West Sharpie, brings it forward. Now on the near sideline, Amadou Dia, the left back, getting forward. Stands on the ball, plays it backward to West Sharpie. So far, Louisville with 55% of possession to this point in the game. Two shots for both teams, either team, I should say. Uh, Miami with two shots on target, and Louisville City just with the one. That was the goal for Maris. Oscar Jimenez in the attacking half. Tried to clip it forward. It was blocked down by Miami. Now a battle for possession, and well won there by Kyle Murphy, just using his big physical frame. 
He's listed at six foot 174, and he used every bit of it right there to win that ball. But Louisville wins it right back. A turnover in the midfield. Maybe a chance to come forward. Here's Ombi on the inside right. Head full of steam. Dribbling into the area. Takes a shot from distance. Parried away by McGuire. It's out wide left to Jorge Gonzalez. His cross with his left foot to the back post. Just flicked away by Telfer, the left back for Miami. It'll stay in play with Oscar Jimenez. The attack's still on for Louisville. Jimenez into Ombi just outside of the box. Into the middle, Carlos Mogel, maybe shooting range. He takes a touch, Ooh. lets it fly. It took a deflection on its way through. It's behind, and it's going to be a Vi-Fi corner kick to Louisville City. So the shot from Mogel deflected by a Miami player, and it goes behind. It's a corner kick. They're screaming for a handball there. I wonder if it's... wonder if it came off his hand. It looked like he just dove in and blocked it. Yeah. His head. But it's a good little sustained moment of possession there leading to a chance. That was very good. I mean, like uh, what's... Like Danny Cruz said, they're very organized defensively, but in those moments, they get pushed. Their lines get so close, the back line and midfield line, that they're able to pull it out and get these shots off. This is big. First Vi-Fi corner for Louisville from the far side of the right. It'll be an in-swinger off the left foot of Jimenez. Here it comes into the air towards the six-yard box. It's headed on towards goal, and it's wide. It's going to be a goal kick to Miami. A couple of players were in there. Maybe Sharpie was the one that got his head to it. Just couldn't put it on target, and it skips wide of McGuire's right post. It'll be out for a goal kick to Miami here. The, a, a decent ball in, a really good ball in, in fact, there, Z. Yeah, no, that was a great ball. Um, just just a little bit a little bit too high for him. But, yeah, their corner kicks have been very good. Been yeah, good especially so far. That, that delivery was, uh, crosses, was yeah. well placed. Yeah, and, th- and that's been something that's been a little bit of an issue for Louisville City. He's been the service from out wide over the last couple of weeks. Just hasn't quite been. Hasn't quite hit someone. Yeah, hasn't quite been where it needed to be, but. So far today, the attack certainly looks more crisp than it has in the last couple of weeks. That's looking lively. They're doing well. They're finding a, their feet. They're finding their feet. They certainly are. And whatever rust may have been there, I feel like has kind of gone yeah. away now after the first 21 and a half minutes. I think the jitters are getting off, yeah. Possession back with Miami. Again, uh, 21-50 on the clock and counting upward in a 1-1 game. Two goals in the opening 11 minutes, one either way. It's out for a throw to Louisville here on the far side, the right. Jimenez will take it. Before a really strong crowd here on a Saturday night at Lynn Family Stadium. We had about 4,000-plus last night Ooh. to watch Racing Louisville win 3 to nothing against Chicago. A foul against Miami here gives a fifth third free kick to Louisville City, and the referee says oh, that on, Louisville man. City took it too quickly there. As Lou City had numbers, they were trying to get the transition going. Oh, goodness. And he says Thanks. it again. The referee uh, certainly making his impact on this game. Finally, he does allow this third, fifth, third free kick to come in. And it's on the ground from Tosh to Sharpie. They're just outside of the center circle here. Uh, Tosh wide right now to Brian Ownby. Ownby playing the ball on the ground with his left foot. Well read there by Akinyode of Miami. Then wide left to Telfer. Decent-looking attack here from Miami. Sorto through to Telfer. He's in behind down the left side. He's got one runner in the middle, Salazar. Here comes the ball to him. Well read there by Amadou Dia. Touches it over to Sharpie and now forward to Maris and Lou City's just about out of trouble here. Finally, Sharpie has to clear it upfield. It's won by Segbers and Miami takes over in the attacking half once again. A couple of players going down. Collisions aplenty. Gonzalez goes down and so does Segbers and the foul goes against Louisville City. So it'll be a free kick here to Miami in their attacking half toward the near side, the right, about 15 yards outside of the box. This will certainly be an opportunity though to put the ball in the penalty area. What did you see on that, that challenge there, Z? Yeah, I was actually busy watching the play off the ball. <laughs> so I, I missed the actual tackle. But I, this Miami team is very, very dangerous in transition. Oh, I'm seeing some profanity down there. <laughs> oh, yeah, Danny Cruz has been booked. Let's 
Louisville City's head coach Danny Cruz shown a world of beer yellow card here by the referee. Elijo Araguin and the Louisville City fans, as you can hear, getting a little bit... Uh, not, not happy about it, not happy about jumping it. Jumping down the throat of the referee a little bit. Yep. <laughs> so our first booking of the night goes to Louisville City's coach, Danny Cruz. But it's going to be a free kick here for Miami in a, a promising position relatively. It'll, it's on the inside right, about 15 yards infield from the near sideline, and again about... 20 yards outside of the box. It'll be Stanley, a left-footed option, standing over it, and Sorto, the right-footed option. Two-man wall for Louisville City right here. And for Miami, five players at the top of the box to attack this ball, and two other players kind of lurking just outside of it to win any second balls that may come. Referee blows his whistle, and it'll be Miami's free kick here. 24 and a half minutes gone on a 1-1 game. Stanley takes it with his left foot. In the air to the back post towards Paco Craig, headed down. Mogel gets there first, but then the flag again. goes up. It is another offside. It's offside again. It looks like they're really targeting that far post on their on their set pieces there. And that's the um, same player as well, Paco yeah. Craig on that far post. It looks like they're hit that there. He is their target player. Certainly, you can understand yeah. why. Listen, it's six two one ninety. Scored big guy. scored big thirteen guy. goals in his career, seven of them with Louisville City. And he's trying to score against his former team here today, but he was offside there once again for the second time. And it's a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City inside their penalty area, just to the right of the penalty spot. Zimla, the goalkeeper, will take it. And Louisville City jamming all the players on the left side of the field from their perspective, and that's where Zimla sends this free kick into the air past midfield, headed by Gonzalez, a second header from Tellefson. Header from a couple of Miami players, including Sorto. It's knocked down in the attacking half for Miami. Salazar couldn't get there, though, and Lucidi takes over. Here's Maris, a ball in the air down the near sideline. Gonzalez trying to bring it down. Battling there with Callum Chapman-Page for Miami, and it's out for a throw to Louisville City. You know, it's interesting because watching this Miami team, as they fall into a lower or mid block, they drop into a back five. So it's going to be incredibly hard for, I think, Lucidi to catch them off of a transition. So it's going to have to be, like their first first goal, a really good build-up play. It's going to be a long throw here from Amadou Dia from the near side to the left. Into the six-yard box, headed down. Segber's the first to it. He'll clear it away from Miami. His clearance goes toward midfield. Murphy with a header. Gets it to Salazar. Maybe a chance to break for Miami, but Salazar slows it down. Infield to Velo. They're still in the defensive half. City with numbers dropping back now after that set-piece routine off the long throw. Velo at midfield drops it off backward to Segbers and all the way back to the back line with Callum Chapman-Page, the right of the three center backs to Paco Craig. And now to the far side, Aiden Stanley. The ball at the back here for Miami. Again, 26 and a half minutes gone on a 1-1 score. It's been a really back-and-forth entertaining game. Chances for both teams so far. Here's Miami coming forward. Sorto in the middle in the attacking half. Right side, Segbers. Time and space to pick out a pass. Steady drops it off backwards to Velo. Cross-field ball on the ground to Akinyode. And then they work it further wide left to Stanley. Now all the way to the left side to Telfer, the left wing back. He's dribbling in against Oscar Jimenez. Tries to get to the end line. Here's his cross. Headed away by Tosh. High into the air. Still in the penalty area for Louisville City. A second header from Tellefson. Forward to Wilson Harris. Trying to hold the ball up. And he did well. He drew a foul. So Harris fouled. And it'll be a fifth-third free kick here for Louisville City to get out of their defensive end. Just good, uh, good hold-up play there by Harris. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Uh, very good by him to come down, win that header. It's good defensive play. I think sometimes that they're committing a lot of players behind the ball and they're finding it hard to get that repress so i would like to see the lines to kind of step out a little bit earlier but good defensive play there 
Lucity possession now. In the attacking half on the right side, Oscar Jimenez. Inside right, Tellefson. And a bad pass from him. Tried to play it right back to Jimenez, and it's easily intercepted by Sorto of Miami. Now Velo as Miami works out of the back here. Again, Louisville City with the possession advantage. It's shrunk a little bit to this point. 54% of the ball has been with Louisville City. These are a couple of teams that have met just a handful of times over their history. But Louisville does have the advantage in the series 2-1. to one. Miami with the ball now. Akinyode plays it wide left to Telfer. Ryan Telfer, Canadian-born, but a Trinidad and Tobago international in his sixth season as a pro. Now comes to the right side to number five, the center back Callum Chapman-Page. An Englishman from Nottingham plays it forward there to Salazar. Salazar goes down. It's another foul. And it'll be another free kick here to Miami. Once again, just about 20 yards into the attacking half on the inside right once again. And, Z, we've seen it a couple of times from these free kicks. You'd think maybe Paco Craig, number four for Miami, will be the target on that back post. Yeah, maybe. It's a little bit further out than the other free kicks. So I'm not sure if they maybe will play it short and then try to hit it to that far post, draw them out a little bit. But, yeah, we're going to see Salazar's doing good in drawing fouls, and I think it's if you're going to go up against him, you got to be careful. Michael Salazar, a very talented player with Major League Soccer experience in his career in his second season in Miami. Stanley's free kick. Once again, they go to the back post towards Paco Craig. A second player came over. That was, I believe, Telfer. He rose up for the header, and his header was well off target. It bounces behind. It'll be a goal kick here to Louisville City. But once again, just that same kind of ball to the back post, and Paco Craig lurking around there for Miami. Ball from Amadou Dia, long the diagonal. Pressure. But the pressure, as you point out, Z wins it for Louisville City. The attack on right now. Harris, middle of the field, Jorge Gonzalez. But a great sliding tackle there from Akinyode to win the ball back for Miami. It comes to Segbers on the near side, and the attack is over for Louisville City. Chapman Page clears it forward. A header from Salazar. Second header from Sorto. Murphy battling with Sharpie for it. The ball loose. It'll be picked up by Amadou Dia, who played all the way back to Zimla, the goalkeeper for Louisville City. Just a, a half chance there a moment ago. But Akinyote really came in with a great challenge against Jorge Gonzalez to snuff that opportunity out. Sharpie, the left center back for Louisville City, across midfield into the attack. Amadou Dia inside left is Gonzalez, drops it off backward to Dylan Maris. But once again, Louisville City, the last couple of weeks, they've played a really fluid style where if players leave their position, a teammate will pick it up. Right now it's Maris playing like a left back. They swing it all the way around to the right side with Oscar Jimenez. Back with Miami now. Telford turns Jimenez, and Jimenez commits the foul. And that's the second booking of the day. A World of Beer yellow card shown to Oscar Jimenez. It'll be a free kick to Miami near midfield here. What do you make of that? Oh, I mean, it was a smart foul because you had a runner on the outside, and that would have just caused some problems. Who knows? Maybe it would have led to another attacking moment. Um, But, yeah, it's just annoying. As a player, you look at it, you're like, ugh, annoying. (laughs) I hear you. Yeah. I get it. But it was smart. It was smart. Free kick to Miami. 31 minutes on the clock. 1-1 is our score. We had a goal in the opening seven minutes for Louisville City, scored by Dylan Maris. And then about four minutes later, from a penalty kick, Miami was able to tie it at 1-1. Ball worked all the way to the right side from Miami's perspective. Salazar trying to battle with Amadou Dia. It's out for a throw to Louisville here. And Dia will take it just in front of Anthony Pulis in the Miami bench. But this referee has been very particular about the positions of throws and free kicks tonight. Yes. So he pushes Amadou Dia back a few steps. Before literally he can take a it. few steps. Yeah, literally just a few steps. Oh. Very uh, very particular refereeing, I'd say, tonight. Yeah. 
Yeah, people got their ways. People got their ways. They do. <laughs> Here's Dylan Maris coming through for Louisville City, and he gives the ball away. A good defensive play there by Miami, particularly Florian Velo. He comes forward. Chance for Miami coming forward. Good Sliding tackle. challenge from Tellefson for Louisville to tackle. see that chance away. To Dia, forward to Gonzalez, and Lou City tries to play out of the back. There was a transition there for Miami. It just snuffed out by that terrific challenge. There it is. Here comes Lou City in space is Wilson yes. Harris into the middle. Rasmus Tellefson. They move it from left to right now into the space. Oscar Jimenez in the attacking half. Coming forward. Ball on the ground at Brian Ombi just outside of the box. Defended by Stanley. Ombi into the middle to Harris. Back to Tellefson. Tries oh. to reconnect with Harris or Gonzalez maybe. And it's intercepted there by Miami. But that was a really neatly worked attack for Louisville City. Just needed that final ball. Here's a again. challenge from Ombi not once but twice. And he gets a hand from the fans, rightfully so, but it is out for a Miami throw. But great intensity, great effort there from Brian Ombi. Yeah, I agree. That was great build-up play. Oh, what? We missed something. I don't know what he... You're right. There's another booking. The referee showed a yellow card here to Dylan Maris, it looks like. So another world of beer yellow card shown to a Louisville City uh, player. Uh, We've had two to Louisville City players and one to the coach. But, yeah, I didn't see what happened there either. I didn't see that. It must have been as they are building out. But, yeah, again, good build-out play. They start on low left and high right. It was That's what you want to do when, you know, someone's very organized. you got to make them run. you got to make them move. McGuire, the goalkeeper for Miami, with a long ball forward after the play was restarted, and it's won by Louisville City just outside of the center circle, Carlos Mogel, but he's hustled off the ball by Salazar. Here comes Miami forward. Salazar from the middle, plays it on the ground wide left to Telfer, the left wing back. He's got Sorto over there with him as well. Here's a cross in from Telfer, headed away by Mogel. Comes out to the middle to Akinyode nice. for Miami, and the attack's still on. Akinyode wide right to Mark Segbers. He drops it off backward here to the right of the three center backs. Chapman Page into the center circle. Now Paco Craig. Plays it, just chips the ball toward that left side, towards Telfer. Intercepted by Jimenez, and he just sends it out of play. It'll be a throw here to Miami in their attacking end on the far side, the left. Just about in the final third. We've got about 11 minutes plus stoppage time to go in this first half in a 1-1 game between Louisville City and Miami FC. Louisville City's first game in a couple of weeks after a weekend off, and they're looking to extend an unbeaten run in league play that dates back to their most recent loss to Sacramento came on April 1st. Still with Miami, Chapman Page to the right of the center circle. Backward to Paco Craig in the defensive half. And now Stanley, as Lou City's pressure comes forward a little bit. Telfer, the left wing back, just chips it over the top for Murphy to chase. It's too far in front of him. It bounces in the arms of Zimla, the Louisville goalkeeper. Yeah, that was good positioning by the goalkeeper there. He read that well. Zimla rolls it to Tosh, now across to Sharpie. Sharpie along diagonally, slipped as he hit the ball. It's towards Ownby, headed away by Telfer. Akinyode a header, and it'll fall back to Stanley for Miami in their defensive half. And they'll try and build out of the back here on the ground. Akinyode, the deep-lying midfielder right now, drops it off backward to Paco Craig. He plays it forward to Salazar, chests it down, brings it down, settles it. Back to Craig, and now Stanley as Miami builds from the back. They've had a patient approach as well, just like Louisville City. Stanley, the left of the three center backs. Now Craig in the middle of the three. And now Chapman Page with the ball. Under pressure from Gonzalez. It goes backwards to McGuire. McGuire, top of the penalty area, hits it long into the center circle. There's Wes Sharpie with an uncontested header. Comes to Jorge Gonzalez. Tried to just clip it over his shoulder there. A little bit audacious and easily read by Miami. And they take over in possession once again. Yeah, Miami's having a good spell of uh, possession here. They're having their, they're having a good rotation of their forwards dropping in and then those wing backs stepping high, and I think that's causing some 
some problems for Lou City at the moment. Maybe a chance for Miami. Here's a cross in from Telford. to come to Segbers inside the penalty area. And to Salazar just to the right of the spot. Salazar backward to Florian Velo as the numbers finally drop back for Louisville City defensively. And Velo has uh, been deterred from the penalty area. He drops it off backward to Craig. And they'll work it from right to left now to the far side. Sorto standing over the ball on his right foot. His cross blocked by Ownby. He'll come to the middle to Maris. He touches it down to Jimenez. Just clips it up out of danger towards Stanley. His header back to Sorto. Sorto's header towards the box, towards Murphy. A header there from West Sharpie. Akinyode a header. It'll finally be settled down by Sorto for Miami. And he just hits it out of the air. Backward to keep it with his team. Paco Craig making about a 20-yard run to retrieve it. He plays it long. Segbers, does the flag stay down? He can't get there anyway. It bounces in the arms of Zimla. But Segbers, with that run forward, he was unmarked. That was dangerous. Flag might have come up, but had he been able to get there first, and he didn't, and it bounced into the arms of Zimla. But they've had a few opportunities, I think, so far tonight, Miami, uh, of of getting players Mm -hmm. loose in behind. We saw it a moment ago with Telford on the left side and nearly there with Segbers. Yeah, so when you play into, when you rotate up into this, back like back five into almost like a back three and then you over then you have that overloaded midfield those the three up top can occupy the outside back and then it allows that wing back to then overload the outside back so now you're getting three runs potentially out wide or through the middle so i think they're really utilizing they're really starting to step up and utilize that a bit more right now got about eight minutes to go in the first half plus stoppage time in a 1-1 game between louisville city and miami fc we've had eight shots total louisville with five miami with three Lou City with two shots on target. Miami with two shots on target as well. Lou City in the attack here. Ooh, Middle of yes. the field. Dylan Mayer is trying to dribble around Akinyode. He's tripped up, and it's a foul. And the Lou City fans want a card here, having seen a number of their players carded. But no card is shown. And now the Louisville City players are arguing their case as well. But it will be a dangerous position for a free kick here. It's on the inside right, about 23, 24, maybe 25 yards from goal. Uh, what do you think, Z? Is this going to be a shot on frame, or is this going to be a ball in for somebody to try and attack? Oof. Just from this distance, what are you thinking? I, th- I mean, I would. I'm someone who likes to just play a little bit more. I know that you got cords that love to take the shot, so I'm thinking that they might just take a shot here. But it would be awesome to see them have a little chip far post, do something a little creative, a little different. But yeah, I think this is going to end in a shot. One player ultimately is going to have the opportunity. It's Carlos Mogel Jr. Amadou Dia and Oscar Jimenez were talking with him, but they both gave way. It is a four-man wall for Miami. Again, this is toward the inside right. It's Carlos Mogel. He approaches it, hits it toward the goal, and it's deflected by the wall, which did its job. The ball behind. It'll be a corner kick, a vi-fi corner kick for Louisville City from the far side there right. So it was... In the end, a shot. It was a shot, yeah. <laughs> you just see the way people line up. Okay, this will be a shot. And it, it had a decent shape on it, just couldn't it quite did. clear the wall. It did. If it was just, it dipped over that wall, yeah, it would have probably forced the keeper to have a big moment. Here's the Wi-Fi corner from the far side, Louisville City's right. It's in towards Jorge Gonzalez. His header not clean. Comes to the near side. Ombi keeps it in play and keeps the attack alive. Backward to Amadou Dia. He's going to put a ball into the box here. Hit high into the air to the back post towards Sean Tosh. On the end line, just flicks it back in with his head. Harris on it now. Drops it off wide right to Oscar Jimenez. Here's his cross. Hit high into the air towards the back post. McGuire has to punch it behind the goalkeeper. And it'll be another Wi-Fi corner kick here to Louisville City from the near side, the left. That was a good touch by the goalkeeper. He had to be a little bit brave, come off his line, be be outside of the post. So, yeah, that was smart by him. Had a lot of players. Because he had uh, 
you had 22 there on the back post as well. Yep, a lot of players just kind of hanging around. If he hadn't taken that touch, might have been a Louisville City player got on the end of it. Second successive corner kick this time from the near side, the left. It'll be Dylan Maris to take this one for Louisville City. Here it comes off of his right foot into the six-yard box, punched away by the goalkeeper, McGuire. Middle of the field, Salazar beats Jimenez to it, and Salazar on the run. He's got two players back defensively in front of him for Louisville City. He plays it high into the air towards the near side. Coming forward, Florian Velo. Can he beat Ombi on the race? A battle between Ombi and Velo, and Ombi wins the battle. Slides in and plays it off of Velo, in fact. And it's going to be out for a throw to Louisville City. And a big round of applause for that effort from Brian Ombi. Just about... Really, he had to run the entire length of the field to contest that play. Yeah. He did about a 120-meter sprint there. Um, One thing about Ombi, I'd love to see his running stats, but he presses very hard. He works hard both attacking and defensively. Just all around, like, a player that you'd love to have on your team. I think it's safe to say he's one of the fan favorites as well for for Louisville City. Yeah. Um, A very productive player, but also just... Just so intense and uses his speed yes. and his running ability to as an asset, really. Yeah, and not only is he athletic, he's smart. He's smart. His pressing is smart. Pressing angle's good. He knows when to go full out. He knows when to maybe dial it back, check in. It's it, it's fun to watch him play. Yeah, and be a veteran at this stage of his career. 32 years old, his 12th year as a pro. He's been with Louisville City for a number of seasons now. In fact, seven, going all the way back to that 2017 season. Louisville City in possession. It's Zimla, the goalkeeper, under a little bit of pressure. Sorto was up for Miami, but it's back to Zimla here. Touched to him by Mogel. Zimla hits it long towards the center circle. Gonzalez up for a header. Chapman Page wins the ball in the air, but did so illegally as Gonzalez goes down. And it's going to be a foul against Miami and a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City, but still no booking, which is to the frustration of both the Louisville City fans and the players. Gonzalez down on his back. He's going to call on the trainer here, Stuart Wright. It looks like he got maybe a little bit of whiplash there as they both went up. I think think the defender just kind of came through the back of him a bit. Also looked like to me that there were just two hands from Chapman Page in the back of Gonzalez there as those two went up for the the ball. Yeah, maybe just a bit too much contact. So it's going to be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in their defensive half, maybe eight, ten yards from midfield, just to the left of the center circle. And again... No booking so far for Miami, and that's to the frustration of Louisville City because they've had three people books, one being Danny Cruz, the head coach, the other two being Oscar Jimenez and Dylan Maris in this game so far. Of course, yellow cards brought to you by World of Beer. World of Beer. <laughs> so it'll be, a, Sorry. it'll be a free kick here to Louisville City. Probably they're actually going to push him back a little bit more than I thought. Be about 12 yards from midfield on the inside left. Everybody forward except for Sean Tosh and the goalkeeper Zimla. It'll be Tosh to take this free kick. Wearing the captain's armband tonight. He hits it high into the air towards the near side. Harris is the target. He's beaten to it by Chapman Page in the exact same foul, and it's called, and this time it's a booking. Chapman Page showing a world of beer yellow card here, and this fifth-third free kick coming up for Louisville City will be in a more promising position. It's just lined up with that left corner of the penalty area from Louisville's perspective. But this, you'd think, would be an opportunity to put a ball into the back post. Yeah, it looks like they're going to whip this one in. But just looked like the exact same foul that we just saw a second ago. It did. I think, to be fair, he got up well, the defender, but he's letting his arms kind of get in the wrong places. So I think it was a good call by the ref there. So our first booking to Miami goes to Callum Chapman Page. 
27-year-old out of England in his fourth year as a pro, all at the USL level in his third year in Miami. It's his 51st appearance for this club. It's going to be two players standing over it for Louisville City. We've got just over a minute to go plus stoppage time in the first half here in a 1-1 game. It would be a great time for Louisville to score a goal here heading into the halftime locker room break. Two players standing over it, Jimenez and Mogel. Jimenez, the left-footed option, Mogel, the right-footed option, and a two-man wall for Miami standing in front. And five players to attack this ball if it is sent to the back post for Louisville City. It looks like it will be. Mogel steps over to be Jimenez, an outswinging ball. Here it is to the back post over everyone's head, and it will roll all the way to the far sideline and out of play, and it will be a Miami throw on the far side there left. What'd you make? Uh, what'd you think of that ball there? That was a great whip in. Um, I think the way that they hold lines, it's so flat that if you maybe had a player starting off that line, and as they're breaking the line, the defensive line at full pace, I think it could be just a little bit more dangerous. But it was a great ball. Throw in for Miami and a battle for possession here on the far side. The right still in the Louisville attacking half. Ownby chasing it, and it's cleared away by Stanley. Now an exchange of headers on the far side, and Telfer, the left wing back, heads it out of play, and it'll be a throw to Louisville on the far side, the right. And we have now officially just this moment moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. Referee has added a minimum of three minutes to this first half. So three minutes to play in a 1-1 game in the first half. It's Loose City on the ball. They've worked it all the way to the left side. Amadou Dia, they're still in the attacking half. It's Sharpie, the left center back in the center circle to the right center back. Tosh touches it to his right, plays it there on the ground. Tellefsen has dropped back for it. He clips the ball over the top. Jimenez making the run forward. Cleared away by Stanley. Velo with it for Miami. And then finally Telfer just swings his foot through it, sends it long back to midfield. But it's easily corralled there by Sharpie. And Louisville's attack continues. Mogel to Tellefsen. Wide right, Ombi. Puts in a cross, high into the air, towards the back ball. post. Gonzalez oh. is there, but Maguire off of his line makes the catch. The goalkeeper just in front of the run of Jorge Gonzalez. And that was a very important intervention by that goalkeeper and a great read as well, Z. Yes, that was a great read. Like, you got to have some uh, cojones to come out for that. That was a very well-hit cross by Ombi. And Gonzalez was in a, ver- in a good place to get on the end of it. A little bit of a driven cross, but... And it had good pace on it, but mm-hmm. McGuire read it the whole way. Here's a long ball for Miami down the middle towards Sorto. Nice, headed away by Tosh into the middle to Tellefsen. He comes forward now, ball on the ground into the attacking half. Harris on the inside right. He's got Ombi to his right. They're charging forward. Still Harris on the ground to Ombi just outside of the box. Ball oh. on the ground to the near post. Gonzalez making the run in the middle. Cleared away by Chapman Page of Miami. It's out for a Louisville throw on the far side the right. Momentum right now clearly on the side of Louisville. Can they capitalize heading into the locker room? That's the question right oh. now. But a bad pass there from Ownby gives it away. Sorto picks it up for Miami. And now the visitor's coming forward. Salazar, who's been a very dangerous player, the player who drew the penalty. He's got it to the right of the center circle. Plays it wide right to Segbers, who's coming forward now. And Lucidi drops back defensively. Segbers inside right to Velo near midfield. Forward to Salazar. Backward to Akinyode. At a walking pace here, Akinyode. Plays it wide left to Stanley. Just at the midfield line. On the ground forward into the attacking half. Tell for a wide left. Defended by Ownby on the ground into the middle. Akinyode once again. He's on his left foot. Instead drops it off backward to Stanley. They'll move it now to the right side with Chapman Page just to the right of the center circle. On the ground near sideline is Mark Segbers playing forward. Defended by Amadou Dia. Backwards to Chapman Page. Patient stuff here for Miami. Just knocking it around side to side from left to right and then right to left. They've got it in the middle now with Stanley in the center circle. Backward to Paco Craig. 
just to the right of the center circle in the defensive mm. half. And he picks up his head, plays a long ball on the inside right channel, but it's over everyone's head. No one making that particular run. Behind yeah. for a Louisville goal kick. Yeah, maybe not the best decision by Paco there. It looks like Miami kind of, I, I mean, they're on a great break, and then they kind of just slowed it down a bit. So maybe, maybe the players recognizing that it's the 45th minute. They're just trying to get to the locker room here. You yeah, think? yeah, maybe break at even Stevens here and then not cause any more potentially open themselves up for a transition. Goal kick sent to midfield, a battle for possession, and the referee yeah. blows his whistle to end the first half. So it finishes after 45 minutes. Louisville City won, Miami won. Dylan Maris scored in the opening seven minutes for the boys in purple, and then about four minutes later on a penalty drawn by Michael Salazar, Kyle Murphy equalized from the penalty spot to make it 1-1. So we will step aside. Plenty to talk about at halftime, so don't go anywhere. Again, the score, Louisville City 1, Miami 1. You're listening to our coverage here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG and E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Nansen Craft Florist, family-owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. Matzo pie. Louisville's best kept secret is coming to a 1020 craft brewery near you. The perfect combination of flavor, tasty sourdough, and thin crust pizza paired with local craft beer. Keep it independent, Louisville. Matzo pie and 1020 craft brewery are your absolute go-tos for local brick oven pizza and craft beer. Now open at Douglas Loop in the Highlands and at 1020's flagship brewery in Butchertown. Visit matzapie.com for more. Kentucky has 80,000 miles of roadway. That's a lot of pavement. It's also a lot of looking out for your neighbor. Being a safe driver means yielding to pedestrians and cyclists, especially when turning, stopping for pedestrians at crosswalks, giving bikes safe distance, and always keeping your eyes on the road. Drive safe, Kentucky. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. This is Danny Cruz, head coach of your Louisville City FC. Keep it tuned to ESPN 680 and 105.7 all year for your coverage of our 2023 season. It's the Louisville City FC Halftime Report right here on ESPN Louisville. Now live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium, where tonight's halftime report is presented to you by Breeze Airways. Nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze way. It is Louisville City 1, Miami FC 1, in a fairly eventful and entertaining first half. Both teams scored inside the opening 11 minutes, 
And that 1-1 score maintained all the way through to halftime. Jeff Milby, along with Zanetta Wine of Racing Louisville FC. She's our guest tonight. We're thrilled to have her. Uh, Z, it was a pretty, I think, a pretty well-played first half between those two teams. But the one thing that really stands out, I would imagine, to most of the fans here and most people watching the game, um, and you hate to say it, but I think the refereeing um, a little bit because of the three bookings to Louisville City and the penalty that was called against Louisville City, it's certainly the refereeing has had its impact tonight. Yeah, I think the ref just has, you know, he has a game plan, just like we do. And it seems like being very, he's very specific in the way that he wants the game to kind of be played when those moments come about. So just being aware, I think, and recognizing, hey, okay, this ref is, he's watching us very closely when it comes to contact and 50-50 duels, throw-ins, free kicks, whatever it is. So just being aware when you come back on, hey, I got to make sure that I'm, I'm playing in a way so that the ref is, goes unnoticed, so to speak. What else, does anything stand out to you from that first half? What caught your eye? What do you, what, what do you make? And, and maybe um, how do you see the second half going based on what you saw in the first half? What do you, what do you make of this game so far? I think the, it took a minute for everybody to kind of get settled in, which we kind of thought that would, that would happen. With Louisville City coming off an off week, yeah. Yeah, but once they settled in, it was good. It was good. So I like, things that I really like are, you had mentioned it previously a little bit, is the fluidity between switching positions. I think that confuses teams, especially like Danny Cruz mentioned. I think he scouted them well. They're very organized defensively, and they pick their moments when to press. And when they do press, they're they're in positions to then get forward. Right. So they definitely have a game plan. And I think switching in out of those positions is going to help us break that down. So... I, I think I mentioned this a little bit before. I would like to see them play through the six just a little bit more, that holding midfielder. As they attack down one side, can they then ping it into the middle and then out the other to then find that crossing moment? And then you're going to catch them off guard with all your numbers in the far post. But they almost had an opportunity like that in the first half, almost scored. And, yeah, I would just like to see that a little bit more. In terms of statistics, just to go through uh, through them for our listeners, it w- ended up a very even possession battle, 51% to Louisville City. They generated six shots out of that possession. Two of those shots were on target. Miami with three shots, two of their, their shots were on target. Four corners totally in the first half, three of them won by Louisville City. And in terms of fouls, we had 12 fouls, even split between the two, six apiece. And four bookings in the first half. Three to Louisville City, including one to Danny Cruz, the head coach. One to Oscar Jimenez and Dylan Maris as well. All yellow cards. And then for Miami, Callum Chapman Page was shown a yellow card in the 43rd minute. And so we have a 1-1 score here at the halftime break. Let's take a timeout. When we come back, though, Z, I want to get your thoughts on how last night went uh, for your team. A great, great win for Racing Louisville, their first of the season. Uh, beating Chicago. So we'll talk about that when we return here on the Breeze Airways Halftime Report. Again, the score 1-1 between Louisville (laughs) City and Miami here on ESPN Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. 
It's time to go fishing. When the temperatures start to rise, the appetites of most fish rise right along with them, meaning that you're more likely to have a great day on the water. In addition to that, the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife just stocked fish in Cherokee Park, Fisherman's Park, Tom Wallace Park, Waverly Park, and the lakes at William F. Miles. And don't forget about all those trout stocked in Floyd's Fork. To purchase your fishing license and for all the information that you need, visit fw.ky.gov. A Germantown Gem Four Pegs is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. Louisville City fans, this is Paolo Del Piccolo. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. Welcome back. It is halftime at Lynn Family Stadium. About six minutes to go before the second half starts and a 1-1 game right now between Louisville City and Miami FC. This time last night, fans here were watching Racing Louisville take on the Chicago Red Stars, and that game ended in a 3-0 score in favor of Racing Louisville, the first win of the season for Big Perp. Um, Obviously, Z, I would think it was just kind of a weight off the shoulders for you guys in the locker room last night um, to finally get that first win of the year. Yeah, I, I mean, we were the only team to not have a win under our, under our belt, so we felt a lot of pressure. I think, yeah, it's just been a tough start for us. We've had some really great moments, and it just seems like just one little, like, half bounce or half miss tackle or slightly miss header, and then boom, it goes in the back of the net. Um, so it was really nice to kind of finally see everything come together and get a win. Everybody was so excited. Hopefully this momentum carries us through the remainder of the season, and we can, yeah, just be more exciting to you guys, like win some more games, get more people in here, you know? And, and push push toward that playoff line. Again, yeah. uh, it, it's still very much... Um, a it's possibility here for open. Racing Louisville. After that win last night that pushed Racing into eighth place in the league, and that's just two points out of the playoffs right now. Yeah. In, in term, it's still very early, obviously. But, uh, yes. um, you know, you, you mentioned it a little bit. Your team has had great moments at the, in, uh, across the season, great performances for, I'll say, a half. You know, yes. th- think about the first half at Angel City. Think about um, the second half against Washington yes. here at home. Um, uh, you know, the, the the first half against O.L. Rain also yeah. uh, great performances, but it was great to see the team finally put a full game together last yes, night. Yes, I think that was really big for us. We've been honing in on this and trying to, trying to just kind of get the idea there. Like, listen, we got to put a full 90 together. We are fully aware that, like, we've had really great moments, 
and we just hadn't put, like you said, a full 90 together. So, again, just really, really happy to kind of achieve that finally in one game. <laughs> yep. Uh, last night's goal scorers, by the way, it was a Savannah DeMello penalty that actually went down as an Alyssa Nair own goal uh, <laughs> to be the first goal. Then Wong Schwang scored another penalty in stoppage time in the first mm-hmm. half, and then Parker Goins scored uh, just the cherry on top in the 89th minute to make it 3 nothing. Yes. Uh, to complete that performance. Um, how do you guys gather momentum now? You, you got this win under your belt. You kind of get that off your back a little bit. You don't worry about it so much. Yeah. Um, you got a couple of games coming up against Kansas City, back-to-back games against Kansas City. First of all, in the Challenge Cup coming up on Wednesday, May 17th. Uh, that's here at Lynn Family Stadium. Yes. And then you turn around on May 20th and play them at their place uh, in regular season play. So how do you, how do you turn this win into a, a string of good results? Yeah, I think it's just recognizing, again, kind of like I mentioned with the boys once you win something once you know the feeling you know what it takes you know the intensity that you need to give and bring you you can then replicate it you're like okay finally we got our first win now we need to replicate those 90 minutes of effort and intention so that we can get more wins um also playing a, a team twice in a row really close together it's a little strange isn't it it's strange and also it's quite hard to like there's you're putting it all out there. There's not much to hide. Right. You're in game six, seven of the season. People know how you want to press. People know how you want to attack. There's no um, kind of surprise aspect to it anymore. And, again, playing a team two, two games in a row within, really takes that away. Within four days, general. by the yeah. way. It's, it's the 17th and then the 20th. Super back quick. To back. Yeah. yeah, super quick. Um, so it'll be really important for us to just do all those small things right, both games. And I think we can get the result. So, again, the next time you can see Racing Louisville in action, it's Wednesday night, May 17th, here at Lynn Family Stadium. Head to racingloufc.com slash tickets, or the phone number is 502-L-O-U-C-I-T-Y. Very affordable ticket prices, $8 student tickets, all you need ticket options. Uh, they're all avail- available for you. Let's take our final break at halftime. When we come back, it'll be the second half underway. Lou City against Miami. It's 1-1 right now. You're listening to it here on ESPN Louisville. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Holiday World and Splash and Safari, sometimes free takes a little convincing, especially with dads. Free parking? That's how they get you. They're just naturally suspicious of free stuff. Free soft drinks! Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's how they get you. But after a day of fun on the world's longest water coasters and our 400 drone light show, dads come around. At Holiday World, we get you. We're just not out to get you. That's why there's... Free soft drinks! Free parking! Free soft drinks! Get tickets at HolidayWorld.com. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. 
It's summertime in the bluegrass, and Liquor Barn has everything except sunscreen. Liquor Barn makes it easy to stock up for your day at the pool, the lake, or outside party. Head to your nearest Liquor Barn store or go to liquorbarn.com to download the Liquor Barn app and place an order for pickup or delivery. Shop Kentucky's favorite spirits, wine, and beer store online, and you'll have more time for summer. Liquor Barn, where Kentuckians go to celebrate life. It's Noel McCabe, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. All right, welcome back. The second half, just moments away, the two teams have returned from the locker room. We will switch sides, obviously, in the second half. Miami will attack from right to left, and Louisville City will attack from left to right, and it's Miami possession from the opening kick. You heard the whistle. They are underway out there in the second half. Two changes we can tell you about at halftime, both for Louisville City. Carlos Mogel, he's replaced by Tyler Gibson. And then Elijah Winder came in in place of Dylan Maris. Those two substitutions brought to you by Fortna for Louisville City. It's Miami possession here quickly into the attack. 23 seconds into the half. It's Segber is just to the right of the penalty area. Drops it off backward to Florian Velo, and Miami will... Play with possession here for a moment. Stanley in the attacking half by a couple of yards on the left side. The left of the three center backs for Miami. Backward to Craig. And now Craig to the near side to Telfer. Um, Telfer ball in behind and it'll be cleared away by Tosh. He'll touch it down to Jimenez and then Tosh finally does clear it. What do you think of those two changes with Mogel giving way to Gibson and then also Elijah Winder, the older of the two brothers, coming into the game off the bench to replace Dylan Maris who scored the opening goal of the night. What do you think of those two switches? Yeah, I think Gibson brings something obviously a little different, just like every player does. And it'll be interesting to see. He's such a great distributor of the ball, so it'll be nice to see what he brings to the game if he adds like a little different flair. Yeah. And then Winder coming in, get some fresh legs, get him moving forward. I think um, Meta did really well in the first half, so maybe it's just a sense of, hey, let's get some fresh legs on there. Um to push that back line just a little, test that back line just a little bit more. Certainly, uh, Tyler Gibson brings a lot more experience to the field than Carlos Mogel Jr. does. Mogel, just a 19-year-old at this point in his career. He's a young, he's a young gun. He's, he's a young gun yeah. coming out of the academy. Um, and Gibson now a veteran uh, player, a veteran presence, 32. He's in his ninth season as a professional. It's Louisville City ball. There was a fifth-third free kick mixed into these opening moments, by the way, just to pay our bills. Lou City in possession. Tellefson on the inside right in the defensive half. Wide right to Jimenez. Back to Tellefson. And a decent-looking attack here for Lou City. Tellefson, a 25-yard run. Just to the right side of the box, Brian Obi on his left foot. Yes, to the back post. And it's Tellefson tried to bring it down off of his chest and hit it on the volley. Couldn't bring it on target. It's over the bar and into the Estopinal end, but that was a terrific effort. It's a goal kick here to Miami. But yes. if Tellison had been able to score that, that would have been a super goal. Yeah, Winder did a good job in making his run come from the right outside back inside. So he pulled that outside back in, and then Tellison and Gonzalez were open just in that far post. Tellison brought the ball down off his chest and then hit it with his right foot off the bounce off of his chest. Just couldn't keep it down. Lucidi, though, wins it back from their press. Tellefson inside right into the box. Jorge Gonzalez right side. He goes down. Maybe there's a foul. Cross comes in from Ombi, driven into a player, Paco Craig, and it's behind for a, goal, a corner kick here. A Wi-Fi corner for Louisville City. Uh, certainly some shouts from the fans that that yes. may have been a penalty, but you don't think so. No, I think that was a really good defensive moment. He picked and timed out his slide tackle very well. 
got the ball. It was shoulder to shoulder. It didn't look like it came from behind. So, yeah, it was good. So, Wi-Fi corner here for Louisville City on the near side there right just in front of the Estopan Lind here in the second half. It'll be a swing off the left foot of Jimenez. Here it is, driven in towards the near post. It bounces to Sharpie. It'll come to Elijah Winder. His hit is blocked on its way through. A very just hit it with a ton of pace. But as you said, Z, good defending there to get in the way of it. The ball comes all the way to midfield. It'll stay with Louisville City as Dia retrieves it. It's now Sharpie on the inside left to Elijah Winder, who's dropped back deep a little bit. Dia trying to play it back to Winder, intercepted by Salazar of Miami. And now maybe the visitors can bring the ball forward here after sustaining a little bit of pressure there from Louisville City for a couple of moments. That was uh, a really well-struck ball there from Elijah Winder. Yes. I have to say, Christian Sorto from Miami, he's initiated some really great presses tonight, um, causing causing a problem definitely for Lou City on the build-out. Christian Sorto, a 23-year-old, his fifth year as a pro, and his second year oh, playing for Miami. The ball played from Louisville, trying to... Send Ownby in behind, but it just skips in front of him as he was running down the near sideline. It's behind past the end line. It'll be a goal kick here to Miami FC again. They're in fifth place in the Eastern Conference heading into this game. Uh, Louisville City sitting in third place. Miami with two wins, two losses, five ties on their record so far. Louisville City with four wins, two losses, and two ties. Here's the goal kick sent forward by McGuire, the goalkeeper towards midfield, and a foul goes against Louisville City there. Sean Tosh committing the foul. Free yeah. kick to Miami. Yeah, that was, a, that, was, that was a big tackle, but that was a good win. I think if he would have missed that, that would have been pretty dangerous. So, good win by Tosh, even though it was a foul. Header from Gibson for Louisville City. He sends it to Gonzalez, and the boys in purple take over on the ball. Five minutes gone in the second half here. Score remains 1-1. Between Louisville and Miami FC, these two teams very well could meet in the playoffs come October and November, depending on how the league shakes out. As it stands right now, again, both would be in the playoff field. And this is a team for Miami that has really not tasted much success so far in their history as a member of the USL. They've bounced around different leagues, the USL, the NASL, also the NPSL for a year. Back with Louisville City now with Sean Tosh, the right center back. He plays it into the middle to West Sharpie, just outside the Louisville box, and Louisville coming forward now. It's wide left to Amadou Dia. He crosses midfield, now steps on the ball and slows down the pace. Into the middle to Gibson, backward to Sharpie. And now Louisville working from left. They'll try and bring it to the right now with Sean Tosh in the center circle. Plays it wide right to Oscar Jimenez, playing as a right back. We've seen him as both right and left back this year. The veteran for Louisville City has been with the team for a number of years, a member of both championship teams, one of a core group of players that have been around for a long time for this team. Sharpie in the defensive half into the center circle. Gibson under some pressure. Forward to Elijah Winder. Touches it backward. Louisville doing a good job of maintaining their possession here, but they've not been able to generate anything coming forward through it. It's Jimenez. Just clips it high into the air. Harris up for the header. Craig beats him to it at midfield. Ooh. Salazar a header and a foul. He did it illegally. Gibson goes down. And Salazar calls for the foul. And the referee calling on the trainer. Why is he calling on the trainer? The yeah, Gib- fine. Gibson himself waving the trainer off. But uh, the referee. Yeah, I think the referee was. Oh. And the referee's going to force the trainer to come on head. here. Maybe it was because it was a head. Could have been. It's Tyler Gibson was the player that was of concern. He went down and relatively quickly got back to his feet. But I guess to your point, Z, the referee maybe thought that was a head injury and that's mandatory to get that checked out. Yeah. So he's going to ask him to, to go off the field for a moment. I mean, he's looking out for the best interest of the players as well. So 
But it just uh, continues the theme he's, here for him. The ref, yeah. he's been very particular about he's how he wants the game. very active tonight, very active. Yeah, he definitely, like I said, he's got a game plan. He's very much, you know, trying to run, trying to run a good game in the way that he sees fit, even though we may not always agree. <laughs> but, yeah, I would like to see Lou City get into those pockets of space and turn. So, like... Central forward checking into the pocket. Receive it. Turn. Can we play forward? Ooh, good ball out wide. Gonzalez wide left of the box. Dribbles into the box now. Takes a shot all the way across the face of goal, and it's wide and behind. It'll be a goal kick here for Miami. A good run by Jorge Gonzalez. He was outside of the box on the left, cut it into his right foot, dribbled into the penalty area, and drove it and just sort of slipped as he drove the ball with his right foot and couldn't put it on target. Hit with good pace and power, but just not on frame, and it's out for a goal kick to Miami. But a good little uh, a, a good little moment there for Jorge Gonzalez. That was a good moment. But you were saying you were saying about turning in space and, and, and that for Louisville City, something you want to see. Yeah. So Harris is finding really good po- side pockets in front of the center backs and behind the midfield, and I just think I want him to turn sometimes. Sometimes he then plays back into the pressure or back past the line that they've just broken. So I think. Yeah, I would love to see him just turn more. But he's finding very good spaces. Louisville City with possession now all the way back to the goalkeeper, Zimla. And now Jimenez, the right back. Gibson on the inside right, clips it down the near sideline. Ombi there, couldn't quite keep control of it. It's off of his head back to Stanley for Miami. And now McGuire for Miami, the goalkeeper. He sends it long down the middle. Well read by Amadou Dia, who comes across in front of Salazar to win the ball, but couldn't control his touch. Falls to Segbers for Miami. Wide right now, Segbers to Velo, and Velo just gets out of pressure, plays it across the field in the air to the near side to Telfer, the left wing back. They're still in the Miami half, back to Stanley in the penalty area, now into the six-yard box. McGuire under pressure from Harris. McGuire just forced to play to the near sideline, and Telfer couldn't control it. It's out for a throw to Louisville on the near side, the right in the attacking half, close in on that final third. Jimenez takes it into Gibson, working quickly back to Jimenez. And now further backwards still towards midfield is Sean Tosh. Inside right, Gibson. Wide right, Jimenez. They're knocking the ball around nicely, combining right now. And again, patiently, just on the periphery of this organized Miami defensive formation. Tosh trying to switch fields now to Sharpie. He dribbles with the ball at his feet. A 20-yard run into the attacking half. Wide left, Amadou Dia outside of the box. Salazar defending. Comes in with a challenge. Dia takes a tumble. He gets back to his feet. Keeps the ball under his feet. And finally, belatedly, the referee's going to give a foul here against Hmm. Salazar. So it'll be a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City. So he tried to play advantage, the referee there, but then ultimately pulled it back and gives Louisville this set-piece opportunity. Yeah, he tried to. But I I guess once he got up, his back was towards goal, and then he was put in another situation where maybe it wasn't so advantageous. So how do you feel? You think that's a good call? You think that's good refereeing there? I mean, I would love to have that call. (laughs) And when I get stuck out there, 1v1, maybe even 2v1 by myself, yeah, I would love to have a little a little foul call there. Set us up, maybe get a, a chance to get a crossing moment here. Looks that way. It'll be off the right foot of Oscar Jimenez, again to the left side of the box. He stands over it all alone, just a one-man wall. It's Michael Salazar. And six players to aim at here for Jimenez, all battling for position in the middle of the penalty area. Referee blows his whistle. Here comes the fifth-third free kick, driven high into the air to the back post, and he just smashed it over everyone's head and behind. It is going to be a goal kick here to Miami. Just a missed opportunity there as Jimenez just overhit that ball, Z. Yeah, he just overhit it. Gonzalez was in a really nice spot in the far post. And if it was just a bit, 
bit lower, hit with a little bit more quality. Who knows? Who knows? You never know, do you? <laughs> you never can count on it. Here's the yes. press for Louisville City, though, winning the ball back from the goal kick. Maybe another chance. It's Wilson Harris, but he's taken off of his feet by Velo for Miami. Harris, though, trying to keep the ball on this end. Plays it backward to Chapman Page. He clears it long down the far sideline, and Louisville takes over there. It's Elijah Winder in the middle of the field to Ownby. Ownby yes. back to Winder in time and space. Top of the box. Winder into Tellison. Tried to swing his right foot through it. Couldn't make clean contact, and it rolls tamely into the feet of the goalkeeper, McGuire. Neat combinations there for Louisville City in the middle. The ball was the right ball, just maybe a little bit too much pace on it for Tellison to bring it under control and get a shot on target. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what Winder's bringing in there, a little bit combination play, getting forward. Um, not saying that um, Maris, Maris didn't do that either, but, yeah, that was nice, very nice. Ball goes out of play here, though, just a pass, just a little bit to the left of Brian Ombi, tried to extend his leg about as far as he could. Uh, but couldn't keep it in play on the near sideline, so it's a, it's a throw to Miami. We've played 12 minutes in this second half, 57 minutes and 15 seconds on the clock and counting upward here in a 1-1 game between Louisville City and Miami FC. The two teams each scored inside the opening 11 minutes of the game, but it's been uh, a stalemate since then, a little bit of a cagey affair in the second half, but it's been, uh, it's been well played, I think. Both teams are organized, both teams knowing what they want to do. Here comes Miami forward for the first time in a few minutes. It's Telfer, left wing back, backward to Stanley. Louisville pressing forward. Craig in the center with it. Under pressure from Harris, goes backward to McGuire. He's standing in the D of his penalty area, the Miami goalkeeper. Sends it long with his right foot, looking down that far sideline. But Segber is checked back on his run. And it'll bounce out of play, a throw to Louisville here. Amadou Dia takes it all the way backward to the goalkeeper, Zimla. Really beautiful night it's turned out to be here at Lynn Family Stadium. The threat of rain has never materialized. And it's a really strong crowd here to cheer on the boys in purple and what they hope will be a third consecutive victory at home in league play and a fourth victory at home overall if you include the one nothing win over Lexington in the U.S. Open Cup a couple of weeks back. Still with Louisville City, it's Winder forward to Gibson just to the right of the center circle. Good-looking attack here for Lou City, but the flag goes up. Ball was to Ownby on the right side, and he was in an offside position. The flag went up immediately, and it will be a free kick here to Miami. But Louisville had runners forward and had a little space there, but the flag thwarts that opportunity. Yeah, we're seeing a little bit more combination play through the middle here in the second half, and it might just be due to, like, just different players being in there in the middle. Um, I just think the other mid other midfielder, Marez, likes to pop out wide more and be more of a threat coming out wide, whereas uh, Winder's staying more central, so we're seeing a little bit more combination play through the middle. After that free kick for Miami from the offside, Louisville wins it back quickly. 31 minutes to play in this game. Looking for a winning goal as it stands. It's 1-1. Louisville in the attack. Gibson in the middle. Just past the center circle. To the right side, Oscar Jimenez. Forward to, on the inside right, Tellison. Out, just outside of the box. Wide right, Ombi. Here's his cross. Into the six-yard box Aww. towards Gonzalez. Headed away by Chapman Page. It'll come to Gibson. Tried to keep the attack alive. Touched it over toward Winder. Well read by Salazar for Miami. And they will settle the ball down and get themselves out of trouble. Just as I say that. The left wing back Telfer with an errant ball just popped it up off of his foot, and it's going to go all the way out of play. It'll be a throw to Louisville City here on the near side, the right in there attacking half. The throw goes into the center circle. Sharpie there under pressure for Murphy. Gets it to Dia. Dia, a long ball towards Ombi. Ombi in the box. Headed away by Telfer. It'll come to Akinyode, top of the box. Pressure from Harris. Did Harris get a touch? No, he didn't. It's out behind. It'll be a 5-5 corner here for Louisville City. And once again, the pressure doing the job there. Just had Miami a little bit unsettled, and they couldn't control the ball. Yeah, Lou City is doing very well in locking, in, locking them in on one side. 
and causing them to panic a little bit while playing out. And I would say Lucidi's had the better of the opportunities so far, and they're kind of dominating at the moment. Yeah, I think the second half has been the momentum all yeah. on the side of Louisville so far. Vi-Fi yeah. corner from the near side, the right for Louisville, off the left foot of Jimenez. Here it is, high into the air to the back post, punched away by McGuire. His punch down into the ground and behind, and it'll be another Vi-Fi corner from the other side, the far side of the field this time. Uh, but the referee's going to pause play for a moment because one of the Miami players is down injured. Yeah, it looks like the goalkeeper took him out. Yeah, the goalkeeper came off of his line there aggressively and, and got to the ball, but yeah. had to go right through Paco Craig, it turns out, uh, yeah. in order to do it. Craig back to his feet. He's okay. And it's going to be a Vi-Fi corner kick here once again for Louisville City. Again from the far side now. We'll switch sides uh, in terms of these successive corner kicks. It'll still be Jimenez to take it, this time with his right foot. And a whole heap of Louisville City players, all 10 players, all 10 field players are just outside or all really around the penalty area, just two outside of the box. So a number of purple jerseys to aim at here for Oscar Jimenez. Stands over the ball. Here it comes off his right foot, high into the air towards the penalty spot. Gonzalez was the target. Knocked away by Miami, out middle of the field to Dia. Now right Tellison, wide right Elijah Winder, attacks still on. Winder, his cross on the Ooh. ground. Harris back to Ombi on his left foot. Ombi's oh! What a pretty goal for Brian Ombi! it beautifully with his left foot and the fans wow. rise to their feet Louisville City takes the lead with wow. 30 minutes to go that was a beauty from Brian Ownby that was a tidy goal little left footed hooks it in far post great by Winder to come out here out to the right find Wilson in feet has a little setback Ownby has a day and a half to hit that shot that was clean. That yeah, was nice to watch. Had all kinds of time. Yeah. And, and probably five yards of space to either side of him. Yes. But was Completely able to open. set it up on his left foot nicely and was able to just bend it inside that far post. McGuire, by the way, the goalkeeper, never even dove for it. Nope. And that made it 2-1. to one. Brian Ownby, his second goal of the season. He scored all the way back in the second game of the year against Monterey Bay. He's on the score sheet again here. And that makes it 2-1 to one in favor of Louisville City. And, of course, that goal, as all goals are, brought to you by the Kentucky Lottery. Fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. 2-1 to one our score now with 27 and a half minutes to go plus stoppage time. And, Z, I think we were just saying it right before the goal was scored. Momentum clearly on the side of yes. Louisville right now in this second half, and they were able to capitalize. Yes, I think the, the main thing, able to capitalize, like key point there. Um, Miami was kind of under the cuff for a while. It's hard to defend for so long. I think the referee's calling on the trainer again. We got a head-to-head -head collision or maybe elbow-to-head. Yeah, it's Telfer down for Miami here, and he, he looks to be in a bit of pain. So yeah. this is uh, a more serious situation than He's the one we, we had a moment ago. The training staff is on. The trainer is on for Miami here. And we will have a pause in play as they check on Ryan Telfer. 29 years old, born in Ontario, but is an international for Trinidad and Tobago. He's had 20 caps for them over the course of his career. And a sixth-year pro, he's uh, made stops in his career with Toronto FC in Major League Soccer. Spent the last three years in the Canadian Premier League before signing here with Miami in his first season with the club. And he looks to be in a, in a bit of trouble right now. He's down on the ground, and he's being checked out by the trainers. Gives us the opportunity, though, while they... 10 to him to tell you about the stats for tonight's game so far. 51% uh, possession for Louisville City to this point. Again, just we're in the 64th minute here. Six shots for Louisville City, two of them on target. Those are the two goals. Actually, stats just updated as I'm looking at them. So it's 11 shots now 
for Louisville City. Three shots on target, and it's 56% of possession for the boys in purple. The advantage over Miami. In terms of the second half, talking about the momentum, Z, it's 67% possession in the second half for Louisville. Five shots, one on target, and no shots for Miami. The ball has been in the Miami defensive half really since halftime, and Louisville City has had their foot on the accelerator, and they've taken advantage. It, it's, it's been a really good second half for Louisville. Yeah, I agree. I think I think those two changes have kind of mixed it up to the point where Miami's now like, okay, they're now getting options down the middle instead of out wide. And so there's going to be an adjustment period. And it was good by Lou City to kind of take advantage of that change by capitalizing by a goal. So it'll be interesting to see how Miami kind of reacts to this moment. Yeah, they certainly, you feel it, you, you can feel like a a counterpunch is coming. Louisville yeah. City has thrown a punch in the second half. Yeah. And Miami has really yet to adjust to those changes that yeah. were made at halftime. I feel like they're, again, they just defended for like 10 minutes. Yeah. That's exhausting. Yeah. So we'll see if they can kind of gather up some second wind here and what they kind of put together. They've managed to, to get Telfer off the field. He's still being checked out on the Miami bench. He's not been substituted for just yet. Uh, the ball back in play uh, as Louisville City got the ball forward, or I beg your pardon, Miami got the ball forward down their right side. It's a throw to Miami on the far side, their right. It'll be Segbers to take it in the attacking half for them, the defensive half for Louisville City. As it stands, it's 10 v 11 right now, excuse me, with Telfer uh, still being checked out on the bench. So based on the fact that they don't have a sub working, you'd think that they expect him to get back into the game here in a moment. A foul here against Wilson Harris as he tugged Paco Craig's jersey. It'll be a free kick to Miami in their defensive half in the middle of the field. They get it on the ground to Chapman Page. Yeah, it looks like they got someone getting up to get in. It looks like Hernandez, number six. They do, yes. Moises Hernandez, a 31-year-old veteran, set to come in here in a matter of moments. All the way back to Zimla, the Louisville goalkeeper, and he calmly, under a little bit of pressure, plays it on the ground to Gibson. Back to Tosh. They're working just outside of the Louisville box here. And Sharpie finally gets it out of trouble, just sends it long down the left side. Gonzalez is going to give chase. He's on a run. Right there with Chapman Page, and then Chapman Page goes down probably smartly to draw that foul and draw the free kick and end the threat. And you hear the boos from the Louisville City fans that uh, he went down really easily there. He did, but you know when you're in a full sprint, even the slightest touch, even though it looks like you didn't get hit, it really throws you off. You're like, oh, man, you just clipped me by a hair. But I know it looks dramatic, but I have no control. <laughs> no. Oh, that's a tough one. That was a good chase by Gonzalez, though. Good pressure. Ball still with Louisville City, still in the attacking half. They've got it on the inside right here with Gibson. Middle of the field, Harris. Tellefson turns and plays it wide right to Ombi. Good-looking attack here. Ombi outside of the box. Puts a cross oh. into the back post. Gonzalez had checked inward with his run. It'll fall all the way to the far sideline with Dia to keep it in play and keep the attack on for Louisville. It's Elijah Winder inside left. Now drops off middle of the field, Gibson. Tellefson back to Gibson. Turns and dribbles to the right. Plays it wide right on the ground to Brian Ombi. Now backward to Oscar Jimenez. On the ground across the field from right to left. Inside left, West Sharpie. Wide left, Dia. On the ground to Elijah Winder. Turns on his right foot. Middle of the field, Gibson. 25 yards from goal. Ball on the Ooh. ground. It'll come all the way to Ombi on the near side. His cross into Gonzalez. Gonzalez goes down with a challenge. No foul called. Ball stays in the attacking end for Louisville. Kept in play by Tellefson. Backwards on the ground to Gibson. The attack's still on. Gibson, middle of the field, Sharpie. Quickly plays it wide left to Dia, just outside of the box. Defended by Segbers. Dia dribbling with the ball at his feet. Woo! Tries to get past Segbers Thanks. and does. He goes down in the box. It's a penalty. It's a penalty for Louisville. 
And Amadou Dia just ate Mark Segber's lunch on that play. Just dribbled the ball right through him, wow. got around him, got into the box, and was pulled down from behind and drew a penalty. And Louisville City will have the opportunity to score a third from the penalty spot here. Just fantastic play from Amadou Dia. I mean, it's been really, it's been really great play for Lou City just in general in the second half. And this is such a cheeky little Meg. Defender tries to make up for it. Gets him from behind, and yeah, it's a good, I mean, that was a great little Meg. And it's going to be Sean Tosh to take the penalty. You wouldn't often see a defender take a penalty, but for Louisville City, it's very common. He took five last season and scored all five times, and he has the opportunity to score here for the second time in league play and the third time on the season after scoring both in the U.S. Open Cup and last week in USL play against Memphis. So Tosh could score for the second straight week here, this time from the penalty spot. Standing in front of the Estopanel end, it'll be Sean Tosh against Jake McGuire in goal for Miami. Referee blows his whistle. Tosh takes a couple of steps backwards, exhales, and he'll have his approach. Here's Sean Tosh coming towards the ball. He drives it to the left and scores. Sit the goalkeeper the wrong way, and Sean Tosh has scored for the second consecutive week. And Louisville City, this is the goal output they were hoping to have on the weekend. It is 3-1 in favor of Louisville over Miami, and this crowd at Lynn Family Stadium is on their feet. Yeah, I don't understand why it's taking Miami so long to get someone in here. But sorry, but to go back to that PK, that was very, that was very smooth, very classy. Walked up to it, wait for the goalkeeper to pick his side, placed it in the opposite side. Veteran move. Indeed, it was a very experienced penalty taker. Now, Sean Tosh, even as a central defender, he is the first choice more often than not when Louisville City draws penalty kicks, and he dispatched that one. Uh, cleanly and expertly to make it 3-1. to one. That goal presented by the Kentucky Lottery, Fueling Imagination, Funding Education, Kentucky Lottery. We do have a couple of switches. One of them I can confirm right now. Claudio Repetto, an Italian forward, comes on for Miami number 7. He replaces Kyle Murphy in the lineup. There was also one other change for Miami, and it is uh, the switch we thought we were going to have. Ryan Telfer, who took that head injury a moment ago, he is replaced here by Moises Hernandez, for Miami. So those two substitutions, both for Miami, brought to you by Fortna. And they come with Miami trailing by two goals now. Suddenly this game has really gotten out of their hands. They were right there neck and neck with Louisville City in the first half, had their chances just like Louisville City did. But since halftime, whatever message Danny Cruz delivered in the locker room, it's being heard and uh, put, put, to, put to the field here for Louisville City. It's been a one-way train in the second half. And yeah. Miami needs to needs to find something to, to change the momentum right now with 20 minutes to go. Yeah, right now Miami's uh, they're feeling the heat. That's for sure. Blue City's locking them in on on one side, making it difficult for them to find clean passes or sure passes. They're just doing really well. Oof, maybe these changes will will help Miami just a little bit, but hopefully not. Here's one, of the, here's one of the new players, Repetto, for Miami. They're in the attacking half. He had it just to the left of the box, turned to play to backward Akinyode in the midfield on the near sideline. Down the near sideline, Stanley. Here's his cross. Decent one. Comes all the way to the back post. Segbers tried to square the ball. It's blocked by Dia. It's behind. It'll be a corner kick here for Miami. So a better-looking attack for Miami than they've had really in the entire second half. Yeah. And it'll be a corner kick here to Miami from the far side, their right. It's good defending by Diaz out on wide there. 
He, had, he took away the cutback option. He was sitting right in the passing lane. All he really had was to kind of play it into Diaz. So that was good defending. Be the first corner of the second half for Miami and the second corner of the game for them. Louisville City with six corners tonight. So just about every statistic you can look at showing that Louisville City has been the better team this evening. For Miami, this will come from the far side, their right. Two players standing over. It's going to be Aiden Stanley, the left-footed center back, to send it in, I believe. He's got uh, Christian Sorto over there if, you want, if they want to play a short routine. But it looks like Stanley with his left will put in the in-swinger here. There's a lot of contact in the box right now. Sure is. Here it comes high into the air, and it's over everyone's head, and no one will be able to keep it in play. It bounces yeah. behind. It'll be a goal kick to Louisville. Just drove that one a mile into the air, and no one quite tall enough to bring it down. Yeah, you really need to capitalize when you don't have much going forward at the moment, right? So the momentum's for the other team. You really got to make sure that those dead balls or set pieces are at least going your way because that's something a little bit more within your control. And certainly Miami would have hoped for better delivery there. 17 minutes to go plus stoppage time in this game. We're in the second half. 3-1 to one is our score. Dylan Maris scored for Louisville in the first half. And then we've had two goals in the second half, the most recent from Sean Tosh from the penalty spot to make it 3-1 to one in favor of Louisville. Ball forward from Miami. Rapetzo couldn't bring it down cleanly. A heavy touch from him sends it out of play. It'll be a throw to Miami on the near side there. I beg your pardon, a throw to Louisville on the near side, the right in the defensive half. Once again, for have seen it a couple times tonight where the referee pushes the throw taker back a little bit. Been very specific tonight, our referee. Throw goes down the near sideline, headed up by Miami. It'll be another throw to Louisville. A little bit further forward, Oscar Jimenez will take it once again just outside of the Miami technical area, which is manned by Anthony Pulis, their head coach, their 38-year-old head coach. He was a teammate of Louisville City's James O'Connor back in their playing days at Orlando City B. A lot of connections between those two organizations when they began. It's another throw to Louisville in the attacking half this time. Oscar Jimenez on the near side. Forward to Ombi on the ground. Ombi dribbles in field. Still with Ombi. Plays it on the ground into the middle of the field. Amadou Dia. He comes forward. Dia. Ball into the box. Towards Tellefson. Headed away by Moises Hernandez, one of the substitutes for Miami. Ball loose. Picked up by Akinyode for Miami. Middle of the field. And the visitors will try and come forward. They need to find something here. They've not really had much of an attack in the second half. Florian Velo tripped up by Elijah Winder. It's going to be a foul against Louisville and a free kick to Miami at midfield on the left side of the center circle. But yeah. the momentum has completely gotten away yeah. from Miami in the second half. Yeah, it really has. It's They're struggling a bit. But I think it's because Lou City is, is changed up just slightly enough to kind of confuse them. Also, their press has been so good. With one steps, another one covers, and then they just lock on to the nearest player. It's It's been very good. Battle for possession now on the near side near midfield. And here's a foul against Claudio Repetto of Miami. It'll be a fifth third free kick here to Louisville City on the near side there right just a couple yards in from the near sideline in the defensive half for Louisville. Probably 20 yards from the midfield stripe. Final quarter of an hour of tonight's game and for Louisville City this already represents a return to the kind of goal scoring form that they've not displayed much this year. Their first multiple goal game since the season opener. And that ends a run of nine games in which they scored one or fewer. Here's Wilson Harris from 25 yards on his left foot, trying to hit it on the half volley, and frankly it was nowhere near on target. A very confident attempt by the yeah. young forward there. 
I mean, you got to try it sometimes. You're 3-1 up. Why not give it a go? <laughs> I suppose it is. It's a lot easier to swallow 3-1 up than if this is like a, still a 1-1 game. Oh, you my know? gosh. 1-1 game. He probably would have been a little chewed out. Yeah. Not going to lie. I think Danny Cruz will live with that 3-1 up. Yeah. It's out for a goal kick. That was five rows into the stands in the end. Goal kick for Miami taken on the ground by McGuire to Segbers. Segbers dribbling forward into the center circle. It's Akinyode. Turns nicely on Rasmus Tellefsen. Ooh. Then slides in late yeah. with a very late challenge. And that's a foul. It's going to be a booking. Yeah. Immediately a World of Beer yellow card shown to Bolu Akinyode of Miami. And Brian Ombi was the player that was fouled. And you got to have a little bit of concern for him right now. That was a late challenge through his legs. And it'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City just to the right of the center circle. Yeah, I think when you're coming in that late, you just can't leave your feet. It's so dangerous, especially when you bring your feet a little bit higher than, than like, ankle height. You're just asking to potentially injure someone. While we uh, wait for Ombi to get back to his feet, we can remind you we're in the 77th minute here, so it's just time for you to head to Twitter and vote on tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award. The poll will be open for the next 10 minutes. You can vote now at twitter.com slash Lou City. We also have a substitution here for Miami. They're going to bring on Curtis Thorne, a defender, and replace Callum Chapman-Page. That's a like-for-like switch along the back line. Ownby appears to be okay. He's going to remain in the game, and we will now have our fifth-third free kick just to the right of the center circle. Sean Tosh is going to take it for Louisville City, plays it on the ground to the near sideline to Oscar Jimenez in the attacking half, and we're back underway. It's backward to Gibson. Drives it with his right foot in the air down the near sideline, and Ombi was offside, however. It was a really good ball. Ombi brought it down over his shoulder with his right foot, where the flag went up immediately, and it's going to be a free kick here to Miami. We'll have a switch here for Louisville as well, and it's going to be that player who just scored a phenomenal goal maybe 20 minutes ago, Brian Ombi, to come out of the game, and he gets a hand from the fans on the near side. He's going to be replaced by the captain, Paolo Del Piccolo, and rightfully so, Sean Tosh runs over and hands over the captain's armband to Paolo Del Piccolo. What a veteran presence he provides for Louisville City. It is Ownby off, Del Piccolo on. That substitution in the 79th minute is brought to you by Fortna. It is a 3-1 score right now in favor of Louisville City. So Tellerman's now sliding out to the right here for uh, Ownby, it looks like does look like that. It's probably a little bit of a, a formation change, obviously, yeah. with Del Piccolo, a more of a defensive-minded midfielder. He can play as an eight, um, but he just he's not quite the creative presence that Ombi is. So yeah. maybe Danny Cruz looking to just close up shop here and, and maintain this two-goal cushion he's got. Yeah, it seems like it. Just, you know, sub someone in who's a little bit more conservative defensively. Just lock it in. And it was Tellefson, the player who has moved over into that Ombi position as the right winger uh, who commits a foul here. So it's a free kick to Miami in their defensive half, probably 15 yards away from their defensive penalty area. It'll be Herrera, the player who came on as a substitute to take it, sends it down the near sideline to the other sub, Repetto. Repetto trying to flick it past Tosh, but Tosh read it well and interceded, sends it back to Zimla. Zimla under pressure, just sends it long out of the box toward midfield. Two Miami players up for the header. Actually, it's Hernandez, I beg your pardon, not Herrera. Hernandez. And it'll fall to Paco Craig now. Craig into the center circle to Segbers. Does really well dribbling through a couple of Louisville players. Still Segbers. Touched off of his feet by Del Piccolo. Velo tried to play to the near side. And it's intercepted by Oscar Jimenez. And Louisville takes over once again. Maybe looking to add a fourth here. Ten and a half minutes to go. And right now, for all the world, it looks like Louisville City is destined for three points here at home. 
with a two-goal lead and not much momentum at all for Miami. They've hardly had a chance in the second half. And, in fact, as the ball goes out of play for a Louisville City throw, it's still, in terms of the second half, the statistics all one way. It is eight shots for Louisville in the second half, none for Miami. Two shots on target, the two goals in the second half for Louisville City. And possession-wise, 61% of possession to Louisville in the second half. Ball forward Gonzalez just reached right around his defender to get a chest on it to keep the attack alive, but no other Louisville player could come up with the ball. It's cleared away by by Miami, but it's picked back up by Louisville. Tellefson on the near sideline. Backward to Tosh into the center circle now. West Sharpie as Louisville once again confidently and patiently comes forward with another attack. Into the middle now, Gibson just past the center circle. Clips it with the outside of his foot to Sean Tosh, the right center back. Back to Gibson in the middle. Now Tosh once again. Just patient stuff from Louisville. Tosh touches it forward into the attack. Flips it to the top of the formation. Del Piccolo up for the header. It's knocked down. Segber's a header back into the arms of the goalkeeper, McGuire. Elijah Winder was making a run right behind him. Yeah, I, I just want to say that Loose City's been doing really well in breaking that initial press with their six. And right now Miami just doesn't have a solution to that. So they're getting caught like having to run back and forth for long spells. Chance maybe for Miami going forward here. Here's Stanley to the left, puts a cross in. It's knocked down by Gibson, and Gibson will keep it in play himself and just touch it forward to Tellefson. Back to Gibson under a little pressure deep in the corner. Sends it long toward midfield and just clears his lines there, gets it out of trouble. It's picked up, though, by Miami. Paco Craig wide right to the substitute, Curtis Thorne, who's checked in. Thorne started last week's game, but has to come off the bench here tonight in the dying moments of it. It's below now for Miami, center circle, Akinyode. Turns on his left, plays it wide left there to Stanley, who certainly moved well forward now uh, with this last substitution. He's playing more as the left wing back now uh, with Hernandez playing as one of the left center backs, one of the three center backs, I should say. Hernandez does well to Sorto. Back to Hernandez. He's at midfield with his left foot, tries to play it through the middle towards Repetto, who's come on as the center forward. But uh, Repetto didn't make that exact run. It'll roll all the way to the feet of Zimla. Zimla lets a little time go, and then with Repetto coming in, finally picks the ball up. And now we'll roll it forward to Tyler Gibson. And Louisville City doing a good job here of just patiently knocking the ball around, killing off these final moments. Again, they've not played for two weeks. Their last game was down in Memphis, Tennessee, just a couple of weeks ago, a 1-1 tie against Memphis 9-0-1 on April 29th. This is the first game of the month of May for Louisville, and it looks like it's going to go their way. We've got some substitutions here for both teams. Ray Serrano is going to come into the game for Louisville City. Let's first get the substitution for Miami. It's Christian Sorto off and Ben Mines on. That's a like-for-like switch. And then for Louisville City, it's going to be Jorge Gonzalez to come off the field. He's replaced by Ray Serrano. So Serrano on in place of Gonzalez for Louisville and Mines on in place of Sorto for Miami. Both of those substitutions in the 83rd minute brought to you by Fortna in a 3-1 game. 3-1 is our score in favor of Louisville. Again, Louisville, Z, I think is just kind of changed up their formation a little bit yeah just a little bit a little bit more defensive minded at the moment um but needless to say they're still maintaining possession very well miami's still not being able to find a solution around their build-out play and yeah they're really managing this game well ball into the center circle harris will keep it alive for louisville couldn't bring it down though it'll be segbers now for miami on the ball really miami has just had nothing forward uh, at all in the second half a few times they have it's been Wide left, Stanley with a couple of crosses. Yeah. Uh, they did have a corner kick from the far right side that was uh, bit of poorly half chances. hit. Yeah, yeah, a bit it, of half chances, isn't it? It's not really been, not even a half chance. Yeah. I would say just 
almost the half chance. Just a, just a hint of a chance. Yeah. And Louisville City well in control, both on the score line and in terms of how the game is being played right now. Fifth third free kick to Louisville in their attacking half on the far side near midfield. They'll work it, work it backwards here to Sharpie. Now Tosh back to Sharpie to just the left of the center circle in the defensive half. Wide left now at midfield is Amadou Dia. And back to Sharpie once again. Sharpie dribbles past Repetto, who came up with pressure. Forward to Winder, does well in a crowd to get the ball off his feet. Backward to Amadou Dia. And now Wes Sharpie. Mentioned Winder's name. That's Elijah Winder. His younger brother, Josh, if you haven't heard, he's been called into the U.S. U-20 youth national team for the World Cup, which is taking place in Argentina this month. And, in fact, a week from tonight will be the first U.S. game against Ecuador. That's a 2 o'clock Eastern time kickoff for that one. Winder might well start. He's featured for the youth national team at a couple of different levels, notably last year, captained the under, I believe it was the under-19 side against England. So we would expect that he is in contention to start as a center back for the U.S. U-20 team when they open their World Cup next week. So that will be something for Louisville fans to look forward to. Yeah, I think it's really exciting to... um you know, have players represent their their countries and see them in a different type of environment. Yeah. I think that's really great by him. Hopefully he does get, you know, a little debut or even more than that, a full 90. Foul went against Louisville here. You heard the cries from the fans. It's a free kick to Miami in their defensive half as they try and work forward. He's just the second Kentuckian to ever go to the World Cup for either the male or female side. Good turn. That's from Elijah Winder here. Here comes Louisville. Maybe a chance to add a fourth. Winder to Tellefson. Cuts it into his right foot. Takes the shot from distance. Parried away by McGuire. And then cleared away by Hernandez. He's dribbling to the near sideline. Now just clears it out of play. It was Tellefson who let fly from about 20 yards on his right foot. And McGuire diving to his left. Just got a paw to it and was able to make the save. Yeah, nice little save. But, again, those eights or attacking midfielders turning in those pockets... Super dangerous. It was a good read by Winder. Defender overcommits to one side. Has a tidy turn. Finds feet. Yeah, it was just it was a nice little pl- run of play. Still with Louisville. It's with Tyler Gibson. Tries to clip the ball from the middle of the field toward the right. Just over the head of Wilson Harris. Paolo Del Piccolo will give chase to try and keep it alive. And he does. He wins a throw for his team. So Louisville with the attack still on for them here. In the final third, this throw will take place from the near side, the right. Three and a half minutes to go in the game, plus stoppage time. Throw comes into Harris, into the box, Del Piccolo, a heavy touch, cleared away by Miami. It'll come to midfield, and then a foul called against West Sharpie as Repetto goes to the ground. It'll be a free kick to Miami here. Yeah, the ref was going to call that all day. Any sort of push from behind. His feet were in the air. Yeah, it was just going to be a foul all day. Far side Segbers for Miami. Clips it forward. Repetto giving chase, but off of his line is Oliver Zimla, the Louisville City goalkeeper. Easily makes the play, comes up with the ball, goes down to the ground just to kill a couple of moments' time, and he'll circle around here. But back to Winder. Just the second Kentuckian to ever go to the World Cup for the U.S. The other was Ella Sanchez, a racing Louisville Academy player. Who yeah. played for the for the U.S. Ella. I believe the under 18 yes. women's team last yes. year in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Such a good player. Um, I've had the privilege of being able to train with her. She's just very smart, very very savvy for her age, and yeah, she's got a really bright future. Be exciting to see her as she develops more. Certainly, both players do. Both both Winder oh, yeah. and Sanchez 100%. really really bright, and it just goes to show 
the importance of, of this academy that has developed for both racing Louisville and Louisville City. Maybe a chance here for Miami. Ben Mines got forward, won the ball off of Gibson in the attacking half. But Louisville drops the numbers back quickly and settles behind the ball. It's Akinyode, plays it wide right to Segbers. Miami looking for some late consolation here. Still plenty of time if they are able to score in the next couple of moments. As you imagine, we'll get at least a couple of minutes of stoppage time. We're in the 88th minute, soon to be in the 89th minute, and a 3-1 to one score right now in favor of Louisville City. It's Mines on the near sideline. Stanley made the overlapping run, but Mines dribbling backward. Drops it off backward to Hernandez into the center circle now. Paco Craig, again, the former Louisville City player who was a teammate of a number of Louisville City's current roster back when they won a couple of titles in 2017 and 2018. Now Akinyote in the middle of sliding challenge there from one of those players that was Craig's teammate, Paolo Del Piccolo, but it stays with Miami. Now Stanley looking to put in a cross. Here it comes toward the penalty spot, headed away by Tosh into the middle to Elijah Winder, and Louisville takes over on the ball as Winder hears his way through the crowd, gets it to Ray Serrano. Heavy touch, though, from Serrano, gives it back to Miami as uh, Akinyote went to the ground to win the ball back. Yeah, it seems like just these subs that have come on from Miami are starting to settle in a little bit more. Um, starting to get the, like, just understand, like, where the runs are, better first touches. Yeah, so they're getting a little bit more opportunity at the moment. Still with Miami just outside of the box on the left is Stanley. Back and Yode. Here's ball in from him. He overhits it. Will it stay in play? It won't. It was curling away from the goalkeeper. Rapenzo was making a late run. Down the right side of the box from Miami's perspective. Couldn't catch up to it. It's behind a goal kick here for Louisville City. And we're going to get a debut that uh, I think all Louisville City fans are excited about. Martin Powells, the Dutch forward, is going to come in to make his Louisville City debut here. We're in the 90th minute. He's going to replace Wilson Harris. And Martin Powells, 24 years old, stands at six foot seven. He's the tallest player to ever sign with Louisville City. He spent his entire career in the Dutch second division, come stateside now, leaving his home country for the first time in his career, and he's on the field. That substitution, Powell's on for Harris, brought to you by Fortna. And anytime you can bring a player on with that kind of size, Z, it's just kind of exciting he's, to see. Uh, he's he, huge. He's huge. He's like a, a running or a friggin' what do you call them? Wide receiver. Wide receiver. He's like a wide coming, receiver. That's he's right. a wide receiver coming in on, a, on the pitch. Yeah, it's, or even a basketball player. It's exciting. We've moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. Three minutes to go in this game. Three minutes of Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport stoppage time. And Powell's dropping in to try and get some defensive pressure on the ball as Miami comes forward. Salazar worked a wide right to Segbers, forward to Rapetto. It's out for a Miami throw on the far side, the right. Again, 3-1 to one is our score in favor of Louisville City. The boys in purple just trying to see out the final moments of this home victory. It'll be the third consecutive home win in league play after losing their home opener to El Paso way back in the early days of the season. It's now with Stanley for Miami, Akinyode. At midfield, under pressure from Paolo Del Piccolo. He plays it all the way backward to the goalkeeper, McGuire. It's been a dominant second half Yes. for Louisville City. Yes, I completely agree. They, they've come out and really um, forced this Miami team to kind of answer some questions, and they just didn't, they didn't have the answers to. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been really good for Lou City. Also, the fact that they scored three goals, I mean, when they've been struggling to finish... I think this is a great game to build off of for them for the remainder of the season. Yeah, the goal scorers tonight, Dylan Maris for Louisville City in the first half. Then Brian Ombi on a curler with his left foot. And then finally Sean Tosh after Amadou Dia drew a penalty. 
to make it 3-1. And the scorer for Miami in that first half was Kyle Murphy from the penalty spot after Salazar drew a penalty just a couple of minutes after Maris opened the scoring. But since then, particularly in the second half, it's been all loose city. Here's Stanley with the ball for Miami in the defensive half. Switches fields from left to right. Wide right is Segbers dribbling in in the attacking half. Miami looking for a late consolation. Velo back to Segbers just outside of the box. Wide right now. It's with Mines. Here comes Mines cross. Blocked by Dia. High into the air. It'll go behind. And will be a corner kick here for Miami from the far side there right. We've surely moved into the final moments of this game. It was just three minutes of stoppage time. So this might be the last opportunity for Miami to get something here. In the corner will come from the far side, the Miami right. And Aiden Stanley is going to come over to take it, a left-footed player. Saw him hit one high into the air, his last opportunity from this position. And the Miami players interestingly lined up in a line of four right at the penalty spot. So something clearly a routine in play here. Oh, oh. Here comes from Stanley towards the penalty spot, or towards the near post, rather. It's Craig loose in the box, and then ricochets off of Craig and out of play behind. Yeah, he's got a referee's looking at his watch. He's got to be calling it soon. And it's going to be a goal kick to Louisville City, and this has got to be, you'd imagine, once the ball goes back into play, that'll be it to end the game before a crowd of 11,279 tonight. And if you remember, it's Pups at the pitch night. And we have 323 dogs in attendance tonight as well. I think that's so cool. Do, do other stadiums do that? Some do. Some do. There's the, the final whistle. And by the way, you guys are going to have a Pups at the Pitch Night in yes, a little while. Are. And everybody who brought a dog tonight, I was told, is getting a ticket to that Pups at the Pitch Night. So maybe oh, we'll get a cool. bunch of dogs at your game here. In yeah, that would be awesome. So. That's it for, for the, the game. The final whistle goes, and Louisville City wins it 3-1. to one. But do stick around. we got about 10 or 15 minutes to go in the post-game wrap, which is presented by the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. It comes your way next. It is a victorious night for Louisville City on the return to action after a week off. The final score, Louisville City 3, Miami FC 1. You're listening to it here on ESPN 681057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Kentucky has 80,000 miles of roadway. That's a lot of pavement. It's also a lot of looking out for your neighbor. Being a safe driver means yielding to pedestrians and cyclists, especially when turning, stopping for pedestrians at crosswalks, giving bikes safe distance, and always keeping your eyes on the road. Drive safe, Kentucky. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. It's time to go fishing. When the temperatures start to rise, the appetites of most fish rise right along with them, meaning that you're more likely to have a great day on the water. In addition to that, the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife just stocked fish in Cherokee Park, Fisherman's Park, Tom Wallace Park, Waverly Park, and the lakes at William F. Miles. And don't forget about all those trout stocked in Floyd's Fork. To purchase your fishing license and for all the information that you need, visit fw.ky.gov. 
Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. Louisville City fans, this is Oscar Jimenez. Tune into Soccer City at 6 p.m. each Thursday on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app to hear exclusive conversations with players just like me. It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety Post-Match Show. Now, back to Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap and a victorious one for Louisville City fans. The final score, Louisville City 3, Miami FC 1, and Louisville City back to winning ways after back-to-back draws in each of their last two games. It does extend an unbeaten run for them in league play to now five straight games unbeaten for Louisville City. And for Miami, it snaps a little unbeaten run that they had going. Uh, but but the story tonight really all about Louisville City and all about the second half. Jeff Milby, Zanetta Wine of Racing Louisville here with you uh, for this post-game wrap-up. Uh, the second half, Z, was, was a phenomenal second half for Louisville City. They really changed the way the game went. I mean, the first half it was back and forth, evenly yeah. played. Yes. But the second half was completely dominated by Louisville City. I can't even remember a real good chance for Miami in the second half at all. Yeah, no, Miami really struggled in the second half. I don't know if it was maybe like their press not being as it was just a little bit more disjointed but i also think a huge huge shout out to loose city because they changed just the slightest of things and they were really building plays through the middle and changed it from building play out wide which was their strength defensively miami was defending out wide so yeah it was it was a very dominant half by them. It was exciting to watch. The two changes at halftime, I think one of them particularly had a big impact. Carlos Mogel was taken off at halftime, yes. and Tyler Gibson came on. Yes. Um, just such a calming presence in the midfield. Yes. When they switch play from right to from side to side, I should say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, his ability to get the ball and turn and connect, just be the be that connecting dot between all the passes. I, I think he had a big impact. He's not a guy, you know, for, for fans that maybe aren't in tune with all the finer points of soccer, he's not a guy that's going to jump out to you because he's not a goal scorer. He doesn't often come up with assists. But the flow of the attack goes through him so much, and I think yeah. he had a huge impact coming on as a substitute in the second oh, half. Oh, huge impact. I completely agree. He was, he was ball winning and then distributing and then redistributing, moving it from side to side, like you said, finding combination play through the middle. He was causing havoc on the Miami team. Anytime they would try to do a high press, he was sitting in the right pockets to then just completely diffuse that. So I, I agree. Gibson had – he's just a calming presence, very well put. I, th- I think yes. he is. He's very—he's a veteran at this stage of his career, and he just yes. kind of everything just flows nicely when he's on the field. Uh, in terms of statistics, again, a very dominant second half for Louisville City. The full-time stats: fifteen shots for Louisville, five of them on target. Just four shots in the end for Miami. Only two of them on target. Fifty-one percent possession for Louisville City. But if you look at the second half exclusively, um, that number much higher. Uh, for Louisville City. At least it was for a long time. There towards the end, Miami did have a good portion of the ball, and they made it a much closer game. 49% possession for Miami at the end of it in the second half. Um, Other statistics to go through, there were 
uh, in the end, nine corners, six of them went Louisville City's way. And in terms of fouls, we had 26 fouls, evenly split at 13 apiece. The goal scorers tonight for Louisville City, it was Dylan Maris who scored in the seventh minute his first Louisville City goal. Gave them a one to nothing lead. Just about four minutes later, Kyle Murphy scored from the penalty spot for Miami to tie it up at 1-1. Salazar drew that penalty. It went that way until the second half, and Louisville City really pushed down on the accelerator in the second half. Uh, Brian Ombi scored the second goal on a really nicely done curler with his left foot, mm-hmm. and then Sean Tosh scored a penalty for Louisville City just a few minutes later. Uh, that penalty kick coming in the 70th minute and Ownby's goal in the 62nd minute uh, to make it 3-1, to one, and that's how it finished. We also had five bookings on the night. Danny Cruz was shown a yellow card. Jimenez, Maris all shown yellow cards for Louisville, and then for Miami, Chapman Page and Akinyote were shown yellow cards uh, on the night from our referee. But uh, for Louisville City, a week off um, we talked about it in the open. We talked about it in the first yeah. half. They shook off whatever rust was there. Yes. And, and to come away with this, this performance, again, scoring multiple goals in a game for just the second time this season and the first time since opening day, uh, it felt like Louisville City is back on track, back with what fans expect for this team coming yeah. off of that record-setting year last year. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. The beginning was a little bit shaky, but you kind of expect that coming off of, like I said, a break, no matter how short it actually is. For some reason, it's always like a little, ooh, okay, game, uh, shake off a little bit of the nerves, maybe get our touches a little bit tighter, decision-making is a little bit more frantic. So I would say maybe after the 20th minute, they really, you could see that everybody was getting comfortable. Things were, you know, passes were a little bit more sure. Decision-making was a little bit more sure. I think a really big difference between the Miami first half and the Miami second half was that they weren't really catching loose city in those high-pressing moments and then getting their big transition moments that led to actually one of their, one of their goals. So I think it was... Yeah, just smart play by Loose City. Very calm on the ball, I would say, player for player for the most part. Making good decisions, finding the right players, breaking the right press. And, yeah, they just dominated. Great win for great win for them. This is the first of three games that they'll play this month. Two of those are at home. Tonight against Miami, they will take another weekend off, but they have a midweek game coming up on the 24th against FC Tulsa. That's a 7.30 kickoff on Wednesday, May 24th here at Lynn Family Stadium. Tickets available at lucity.com slash tickets or 502 Lou City. Um, and then they will round out the month the following Saturday, the 27th at Indy 11, just up I-65 in Indianapolis. So those are the final two games of the month for Louisville City. But again, the next time you can see them at home, next Wednesday night, May 24th, a week from Wednesday against FC Tulsa. Again, the final score tonight, Louisville City 3, Miami 1. Let's talk about racing Louisville when we come back. They're coming off of a win last night against the Chicago Red Stars and uh, an important part of the season for them as well because it's going to be a busy schedule coming up over the next couple of weeks. So we'll chat about that when we return here on the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap on ESPN 680, 105.7 and the ESPN Louisville app. If you're a motorist of the four-wheel variety, please be mindful of those Kentuckians who do their traveling on two wheels. Adjust your mirrors to reduce your blind spots. Allow motorcyclists a full lane width. Use your turn signal when merging or changing lanes and allow more following distance between you and the motorcyclist. When motorists and motorcyclists work together, we can save lives. Share the road, Kentucky. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. 
At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You've got ants inside the house, mosquitoes outside the house, moles burrowing in your lawn, and termites eating your house from inside out. You're completely surrounded. Luckily, OPC Pest Services has a Four Seasons program that can help. OPC has been providing quality pest services since 1972. Protect your home and property and call OPC Pest Services for a free estimate at 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. Again, that's 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium. Crowd has filed out tonight. A few of them hanging around, getting some autographs down on the sidelines. And uh, actually on pups at the pitch night, there's one dog down there on the field that I can see. little fluff ball running little, around. Yeah, exactly right. A little fluff ball running around. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a really altogether a, a pleasant night for Louisville City fans and a happy one as well. They go home happy with a 3-1 to one win. Fans here at Lynn Family Stadium went home happy last night as well uh, because your team, Z, won a... 3-0 to zero game against the Chicago Red Stars to get your first win of the year. We talked about it at halftime, but let's mm-hmm. just go back to it quickly. Um, finally, you get a full 90-minute performance yes. from the team. Um, I'm, I'm sure everybody down there was pleased last night, not just with the result, but also how it happened because um, it really – Racing Louisville dominated the game. The, the press worked. The ball stayed in Chicago's end for the majority of the game. Um, you know, Chicago had a couple of chances, but it's such a competitive league, top to bottom, the NWSL that yes. you know you're never going to have a game where you just don't give up any chances. So, so really, from start to finish, um, I, the best performance we've seen from Racing Louisville this year, and you come away with your first three point uh, night. Yeah, I think it was just again super important for us to actually get a win As, when you're playing also a team that is at the bottom of the table. It's so important to get those points because. Obviously, when you're playing teams at the top of the table, they're going to be playing with a certain side of confidence, whatever it is. Maybe they have, like, a little extra chip on their shoulder. So it's really important to, like, get as many points as you can from teams that are just around you in order to create that gap in the table. But, no, yeah, it was just, ugh, just a breath of fresh air finally, like a huge deep breath. Mm, and just good, good. Good weekend for Louisville. That's right, yeah. Uh, six goals for the home teams here over the last couple of nights combined. Um, and, and, you know, you mentioned it, a, bre- a breath of fresh, fresh air. Um, you're looking to gather momentum now, though. We mentioned it at halftime, but we'll, we'll say it again. The next game for racing is in the Challenge Cup 
which is now a mid-season tournament. In years past, it's been kind of a preseason tournament in the NWSL, but now there's a million-dollar prize on the line in that tournament. Yeah, um, wild. And that's coming up on uh, Wednesday night, 7.30 here at Lynn Family Stadium. Tickets available at, at racingloufc.com slash tickets or 502-L-O-U-C-I-T-Y. It's the first of back-to-back games against the Kansas City Current. Um, you know, you don't necessarily have to give anything away here, but <laughs> how do you guys look at the Challenge Cup being a midseason tournament now? Is that um, do you embrace it, or do you expect that this will be kind of maybe a, a different change lineup for you guys? What are you What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, to be f- to be fair, in most leagues around the world, there's always a tournament that runs alongside season, so it's not something that is completely like new right now, for, for for louisville city that would be the u.s open cup for fans of english soccer yes. it's the fa cup every 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 FA, country has their Caribou, right has their so has many. their league cup or their yeah yeah of course so it i think maybe having players who've never experienced that they could be like wow this is maybe a bit much because to have a three-week game is is kind of tough on a team but i think it also it also makes teams more aware of how to build their roster right because you have to make sure that it's sustainable you have to have a robust roster so that you can filter in people and not have a a change in quality so i think it's gonna i think it's probably really tested us as a team to make sure that everybody's prepared as possible and ready as possible to take on the challenges in their own way and keep the level and standard at that at that same peak that we're hitting right now right with so many games over the course of a very short amount of time plus yeah. plus travel you got to play here then turn around and go to missouri for a game three days later against the same team uh depth will be tested to your yes. point and uh hopefully for racing it'll be on display hopefully that depth will be on display i mean a number of, of new signings in the offseason have come in and kind of bolstered the depth of the team yeah um so, so we'll see how it goes but again that's 7 30 the on wednesday night may 17th against the kansas city current the next regular season game uh, we'll come up on May 27th against the North Carolina Courage at Lynn Family Stadium. That's the next home regular season game, I should say. Uh, May 27th at 8 o'clock. That's a Saturday night here at Lynn Family Stadium. So tickets for those games available at RacingLouFC.com. Had a phenomenal crowd tonight and uh, trying to get a, a, a bigger and better crowd for these racing games over yeah, the course of the season. Yeah, you know, like, come. Come see us. We're, we're working our butts off. Um, I guarantee you we're not going to disappoint you in effort i can't always guarantee like a score line just like in any sport but come out we love our fans hopefully you guys love us too i know that maybe we haven't gotten the exact results that we were expected of but hey we've we've got the talent and you know they're exciting exciting things happen and momentum feels like it's building there's yes, been good it is building. Been good performances all year and finally got a full game together against yes. chicago and, and maybe you guys can turn that from one win into we're two or a couple of good results yeah 100 yeah. we're gonna turn that around so i have full faith in us and yeah just come have a good time you know have a good time have I'm a with little you. chance i'm with you maybe it'll be a little warm night like tonight so, so exciting we'll, things to come. We'll see. Uh, well, well, that'll do it for us tonight. Let's uh, let, let's call a night. Louisville City wins it three to one over Miami uh, to extend their unbeaten run to five games, and uh, they score multiple goals in a game again for the very first time since the opening night of the season back on March 11th. 
uh, 3-1 to one, the final score. Hey, uh, this was really fun. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed hanging out with you. I loved hanging out with you. This was a good time. Yeah. I, I want to do this more. Well, I mean, hey, you got, <laughs> you got your foot in the door now, right? I know. I might get addicted. You this got, is great. You might have a future in it. I uh, know. But uh, thanks so much for filling in. Uh, it, it was a great time. You did a great job, a uh, phenomenal job. Spencer Brown, our producer tonight, also doing a phenomenal job. And, uh, and I'm Jeff saying so long. Our next opportunity to speak to you will be Thursday night on Soccer City. Uh, here at 6 o'clock on these same stations, ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app, and then we will have Louisville City against FC Tulsa the following Wednesday night, a week from Wednesday uh, here at Lynn Family Stadium with our coverage beginning 15 minutes before the kickoff. So, again, the final score tonight, Louisville City wins it 3-1. to one. We will talk to you on Thursday night for Soccer City. Until then, have a great evening. You don't have just an ordinary mom in your life. She's the best. Her work never stops. Her sacrifices are many. Her love is unfailing. This Mother's Day, Genesis Diamonds invites you to join us in celebrating and appreciating the mothers in our lives. Stop in and let one of our trusted advisors help you find a special, meaningful gift. Layering necklaces, stackable rings, eternity bands, pearls, elegant diamond pendants, and of course, stunning diamond earrings. Great Mother's Day ideas for any budget. There's no doubt we love mom, but sometimes a little extra appreciation goes a long way as a thank you for helping us through challenges, making sacrifices, and always putting the family first. So whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 60th, mom deserves a gift that's anything but ordinary. And at Genesis, that's our specialty. Exquisite rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, heirloom pieces, timeless gifts of jewelry that she can enjoy and cherish for decades to come, and always be reminded of how special she is to the family. Genesis Diamonds, online at genesisdiamonds.net. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. If your heating and cooling system is old and inefficient, now is the time to give BJ Heating and Cooling a call for your free estimate. BJ Heating and Cooling, your local factory authorized Bryant dealer, whatever it takes, has teamed with Bryant Equipment to offer up to 60 months 0% financing with approved credit. Celebrating over 35 years helping Kentuckiana with all their heating and cooling needs. Make sure your estimate on a new system is from BJ Heating and Cooling. You will not be disappointed. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. 601-879-1800. 